0: You are listening to the Feedback
1: Podcast. Podcast with my homie back.
0: All right. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is back. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And this is episode number 215. 215.
1: 215. 215.
0: 215. 215. Why am I cursing all the way that's, up that's the my, back?
1: That's my goal weight 215. You, you want to jump in <laughs> there right now? Ah. I- I haven't even introduced you. York. It's all good. It's all good. It's a fuck it. I, I take over podcasts, bro. That's what I do.
0: I get it. I get it. So my guest today is the very fun, funny Daniel Gonzalez from the Danielized podcast podcast. Uh, comedian, very funny dude. And I really appreciate you for coming through, man. No,
1: I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, Bach, man. I, ever since I met you, you've been so good to me. Uh, dude, thank you.
0: Appreciate no, I mean it, it means a lot. Let's let's get the plugs out of the way. Where can people find you and all uh, this stuff?
1: You can basically really simple. Uh, Papi, P A P I, the comic. Uh, on all f- platforms. Then Dan, Daniel Gonzalez on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, um, super simple. I keep it the same everywhere.
0: Papi the comic.
1: Papi underscore the comic everywhere.
0: Easy easy everywhere and the podcast is danilize
1: danilize this where i break down everything from mma to politics to comedy i i talk about whatever the fuck i want it's me just this ranting just ranting just
0: angry at shit
1: angry i sometimes interview people i've interviewed jujitsu champions i've interviewed uh mma fighters i've interviewed politicians I, i i enjoy it all man it's uh, My podcast has taken a, a very unique evolution. I had a co-host for a long time, and when I had a co-host, it was uh-huh. called the Coño Cast. Uh, Co- Coño? Coño. Coño is I, I, a very, I'll
0: make sure I pronounce it right. Coño.
1: Coño, yeah. Like, uh-huh. like the N with the little squiggly one on the top. Coño. Yeah,
0: this, to me, it's a G and a N.
1: Yeah, so, <laughs> so basically, Coño is a very generic term for island Hispanics, you know, from Dominican to Cuban to Puerto Rican. It's right. kind of our cuss word. So it was the fuck cast, basically. Makes sense. So uh we we talked about sports and all that and you know, he had a kid and had to drop out. So I That's what happens, man. You know, I rebranded and, and it continues to this day. So
0: You know what? I, I remember remember how we met? Yes. Yes. It was at the detour. detour detours, and detours you you told time. me you, uh is it is it Puerto Rican? I am Puerto Rican. Yes. And you told me there were niggas in Puerto Rico.
1: There were <laughs> Like, listen, listen, not, like, listen. I don't want to use the N word, but there's a lot. Fine, there's a fine. lot of negritos. A there's a lot of negritos in my country. Is that the I same it? thing? Well, negritos just means black. Well, negro is black too. Well, it's the color. It isn't the it is. derogatory term of the nigga word. You Look, in, in, in,
0: in French we say negro. Like negro in in French yeah, is also yeah,
1: but it's it's different. Like the way I put it is. Um, the n-word in american culture has such a bad meaning from slavery it's heavy yeah it's very heavy right where like the word black because the were you literally using the colors like you're black as in the color not because you're a slave okay so
0: if if you were to describe like i have a piece of furniture right there that's negrito you say negrito this
1: no that's a the la televisión es negra or negro. Same. Person. Okay, it
0: says, yeah, it it is the color. It's the same thing. It's, but, a, it's
1: a color. So, but, but, like la negrita is like the black girl.
0: And it's it's fine.
1: It's it's just describing to describe the person. I'm not putting them down in any way. Like in in Puerto Rico, they call me hincho, which means white mm-hmm. because I'm fucking pale as fuck.
0: Yeah, because I was surprised. Uh I, oh, I remember. Uh, I was wondering. Why was there's a lot of Puerto Rican rappers like Big Pun, like Fat Joe, would get away with saying nigga in their songs?
1: Why do you want do you want the historical reason or the or the hip hop reason?
0: Well, I mean, I think with the conversation you 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 started the conversation by saying yeah we we do have b- people blacker than you.
1: <laughs> in oh, yeah I got Rico. a cousin that's way blacker than you. Dog. Yeah, exactly. So like, like okay, like, so they like get my the best. first cousin. I'm not talking about like second or third. I'm talking about like first cousin blacker than you are.
0: Oh, so this the, the whole thing is Kipu? you.
1: <laughs> no. So my mom's side of the family, uh-huh. uh, sh- she's what they call mestizo. Mestizo is half Indian, half black.
0: Indian? Uh, Native Indian. Okay. Puerto
1: Rico. So they're called Tainos. Okay. Um, she's half Indian, half black uh, from her grandma's side. And my mom is very, she's she's light. She's what we call red bone, my mom. Okay. My dad is more Spaniard. He's very pale. He's very white. And his family is half Taino, half Spaniard.
0: Man, the lineage is hard to keep up with.
1: No, but it, it, here's the thing. It, what makes Puerto Ricans so unique is that in, in, in Spanish, they call it tres en uno, three and one. So we're Spaniard, Taino, and black. Okay. And all Puerto Ricans who are born on the island are almost literally a third black, a third Spaniard, a third Taino.
0: The ratio doesn't change.
1: The ratio, like uh, it changes slightly person to person, but on average, it's a third, third, third. Just because of the inbreeding, because of the slavery, because of the genocide, most Puerto Ricans, Cubans, and Dominicans have that mix of three Mm -hmm. because of you know historical context.
0: Oh, so so how come Fat Joe can get away with it then?
1: Uh, hip hop. It's really hip hop culture. And, and that what the reason Fat Joe, uh, Big Pun, Donny Touch, all these Puerto Rican rappers from New York get away with it. It's Puerto Ricans were in the inception of hip hop from the beginning. Or from the Bronx, from not only from the Bronx, from from Queensbridge, from all these guys, all these uh, the first the first graffiti artist in New York was a Puerto Rican guy. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes, do you know his name? Uh I it, it slips my mind, but it, it's it's very well known that he was a Puerto Rican guy. He was part of the b boy culture. Okay, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, especially in New York in the late '60s, early '70s, they were so part of that urban New York culture that it's like the history with other blacks and the inner you know the the kind of intermarrying and yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. it's
1: where we niggas too, dog. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> I was.
0: You know what? I was waiting to see when you're gonna drop it,
1: because <laughs> you qualify. No, no, I I do and I don't, and I, and I realize that like Puerto Ricans for the most part, we have a what I call a regional N word pass. In Texas, I can't get away with that shit unless I'm with like my friends. Yeah, but um, in the South, I really can't get away with it unless I'm in Miami, or you know, Pennsylvania, Jersey. New York City.
0: Alright, you, you get a pass from me if I well, represent anything. I, I,
1: I, 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 pr- I appreciate <laughs> it. Well, you're from the homeland, so... I am from Africa, so... So it, technically, it, it you me. can't even use it. Why? <laughs> I'm just saying. No, because it's, it's, it's a weird culture thing, right? Like, in the United States, unless you're, like, of, like, what they call ADOS, American Descendants of Slaves, yeah, 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 you yeah, can't yeah. really use that word in the PC culture world. We, we invented slavery, you
0: know that, right? I know you did. Africans were, like, the pre-curry, we did it. Yeah, First. I mean, te- and white people technically, come in the Arabs and do it.
1: did. If we if we started splitting hairs, yeah, but white people got to come in and always I, steal I our shit. I said Arabs, <laughs> I didn't even say white people. <laughs> I, I didn't even get to that part of history.
0: You couldn't even come up with that shit. They had fuck. to steal it from black folks, dude.
1: It's ridiculous. People of color, fuck it. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like at this point, at this point, it's it's most, at least here in Texas and, you know, anything west of the Mississippi. They don't know what being Puerto Rican, Cuban, or Dominican is. No, they don't. They don't. They don't understand You're that. You're Mexican. That like, I don't know if you remember, I was showing you like clips of like three miles from my hometown. Remember? Yes, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Like yeah. of like the Santeria culture, the black culture in Puerto Rico. You're like, wow, that's like my home tribe. Yes, like I like the difference between like the Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, and Cubans in this country, we're way more attached to our cultural roots when it comes to music, when it comes to food, when it comes to, you know, everything. Like when you look at Puerto Rican cooking, and I could tell you what a uh, arroz pilaf, which is the same for you uh, Rice Pilaf? Rice pilaf. Ah You know what I'm saying? Or uh, Mofongo, which is uh, it's it's a plantain based food because of that's what naturally grows in Puerto Rico, but it's um it's what we guys would call yam. Okay, gotcha. You know, like 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 exactly. Uh-huh. So like we use a lot of the same ingredients. You know, obviously there's still Spanish influence with like um some of the seasonings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like ethnic food, a lot of our foods still have their roots in Africa and in Spain. So when we when I say Puerto Ricans, Cubans, and Dominicans, we're, closer, we're more closely related to European and African descent than the rest of the Hispanic world. I'm not just saying that to say it. I'm saying that because as a matter of fact, you look at the way we use our Spanish language. Mm-hmm. The coño, the carajo. It's very, you know, Castellano, very Spanish. But then you look at the way we, our music is, you're like, oh, that's Africa. You listen to salsa, you're like, "I'm sorry, that's African drums."
0: Yes, yes, yes. You see yes, what yes, I'm yes.
1: saying? Where you listen to Mexican uh, music like banda and cumbia, it doesn't have that. It's
0: not as heavy on the drums. Yeah. It's not
1: as heavy. It's more, you know, it's more, you know, Spanish, it's more Portuguese. It's not necessarily more of that deep African culture. You don't see those types of things come up until you go to Colombia or you go to Brazil where it comes back up in a different way.
0: Right. Did you, was that time you went back?
1: Uh, I haven't been back to Puerto Rico.
0: <laughs> like you have to say it like that, Puerto Rico.
1: Well, I, I don't uh, Puerto Rico. Whatever. No, so no, no. Look, no, no, look, look.
0: I do the same thing in France. I can't say croissant. I have to say croissant. Croissant. Uh, <laughs> the, okay. And <laughs> I had a whole conversation last night. I was down at, at the creek, and uh, we we're talking about um, the Boston accent. I think yeah, Mike Hudak was talking was talking I love about Mike, that. By the way, yeah, and uh, and Craig. Was going to be on the show next, by the way, um, and I was like, you know, I can't. I laugh when people pronounce shit wrong, and they say, "Me too." Char, okay. char, uh, what's what was one I heard recently? Charcuterie.
1: I don't know what the fuck that is.
0: <laughs> it's it's the 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 plank with the sausage, like the okay. I'm saying the English way. You'll know charcuterie.
1: Oh, 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 yeah. And I say, see, I say see? that horribly see, wrong. See. I say that ch- ch-
0: horribly I heard chocolate tree once. I'm I, like, I, that's I, not no, chocolate tree.
1: No, I, I've always, I know that I always say it wrong. So I always like, how the fuck do you say this? I was like, charcuterie. <laughs> and, and even then I'm like, I'm like, is this even right? It sounds wrong. I, I, I look care. at the spelling and I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at right now? <laughs> I don't care. It's, it, it cracks me up
0: every time. When so I how, hear some, how do you say it? Charcuterie. 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 Yeah. But the, the, in English, you have to put the accent somewhere. The emphasis on the yeah. on the syllable. So, yeah. charcuterie or charcuterie, whatever.
1: <laughs> nah, I, you know what? I'm just, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you record it on my phone. Every time I'm going to say it, I'm just going to play the the sound back. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, like a charcuterie, whatever. Charcuterie,
0: charcuterie, charcuterie. charcuterie. And so, the, so to 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 your born like you, you had to pronounce Puerto Rico so, the way it's pronounced. And,
1: and historically, Half, And, and the, here's the thing. Another thing is historically, mm-hmm. you know, we are territory of the United States to be politically correct. But sure. if you want to be a colonizing anti-colonizer, we're a colony of the United States. Puerto yes. Rico is right. So we, I am a born American citizen. But what most people don't understand is, not until I live in the mainland, I'm still considered a second class citizen under the law. I can't run for president
0: right when did you come here
1: i came i moved to the states when i was eight years old
0: okay but so you do remember
1: i do oh i remember a whole lot of puerto rico my parents used to send me back every summer yep um uh the last time i've been to puerto rico to answer your first question i was 22 so i haven't been back in a long time
0: i don't know how old you are so i'm, I'm not 30. trying to do any math. what
1: i'm 30 yeah shut up
0: i'm tired of all these young motherfuckers <laughs>
1: Well, you know, um, I can't control when I was born, bro. No, I, uh,
0: look, it's I fine.
1: I, the I, only I, thing I can say is like my parents like to fuck. So how I many was born. You, how, how many siblings you got? <laughs> a, I didn't say I have a lot of. I didn't say I had a lot of siblings. I just know that I, I, my parents are very vocal that like they like to fuck. That's all I'm saying. Have
0: you ever heard them?
1: Uh, no. My dad every time he looks at me, he was like, "Damn, motherfucker, you're a pretty nigga. Look at that ear. You see that ear? I did that in the dark." That's ex- that is a true. That's, that's how your dad. That worked? is a true quote from my father. I wish I was making that up, and it is not a bit. <laughs> this, is, like, this is that true. That is right, and my, and my mama be like, Ay, dios mio papi." Please, do you have to be like that? My dad will be like, "Fuck, yes, I do."
0: Yes, I just pounded your mother last night. God, no, see that. Yeah,
1: Hispanics like to fuck. That's my point.
0: Right? No, I, I get it, and Africans <laughs> do too, but they don't talk about it.
1: No, my my dad we has don't. no fucking shame. No we fun. don't
0: like that. There's no. I've never yeah no never like in my culture in africa like sex you don't talk about no, no you don't no. like you, you know how you know the the talk that you have with your yeah. dad when you're starting oh to, we didn't get the
1: talk Oh no we didn't get it you know you know you know what my <laughs> talk was The the white people talk yeah i know the, the, the birds and the bees yeah no, no, just...
0: but this, this is this is my talk the talk i had and i i, I wish i was kidding I was already in the states because I came here when I was sixteen. Yeah. So I had to start over with girls because now it's American girls I got to fuck with, and we're I was which is easier.
1: Nah. I always thought it was easier with American women, bro.
0: Yes and no. The French will let you know straight up what they want. The whole dating this thing is true. Is not and like I don't other know cultures are very is.
1: up up front. You know, yes, like, like Puerto Rican chicks, like they'll tell you if they're gonna fuck you right away. They're gonna be like, yes, they're gonna be like, listen, this I appreciate isn't gonna happen. that. Or you got to work for this. It's like, I like you, but you got to work for this. You know, they they don't let you know. You know where you stand. Yeah, exactly.
0: But I, I appreciate the honesty here. We got to get on one, two, three, four, five, six dates. I'm like, I ain't got time for those fucking
1: dates. That's fucking white man.
0: Exactly. And so, <laughs> I, 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 so I'm starting over. And, and I think at that time, the time that I was already, I was like 20. Okay. And we're driving back from HEB. We're unloading. The HEB. Yeah, the HEB. We, we're coming back from the HEB. And my dad goes... Uh see, uh, you've been going out a lot, like going downtown and dancing and everything. Uh make sure you wear a condom. Uh, now, give me the bag. I gotta <laughs> take
1: that bag and take it inside. To my the My talk was very similar. That's right? all. That's all it was. My, my talk. I was like, fifteen, sixteen years old. I started with a girlfriend. Like I had my first girlfriend or whatever. Like, like the. I brought a girl home. That's my. I wasn't. I was not a virgin
0: anymore at that time.
1: No. Well, <laughs> he just
0: says, "Yeah, make sure you're safe, man."
1: So I bring this chick home? Uh-huh. And my dad just looks at me. and He goes, you bring a baby to this house. I'm gonna fucking kill you. That was my talk. Oh, shit. That that was the talk. And they, you know how old? You said 15? I was like 15. That's That was the talk. It was like, you bring a baby home from this white bitch. You dead. That's exactly what he told me. Wow. There was, there was, no, there was no wrap it up. There was nothing about STDs. There was nothing. No. It was like, like, you bring a baby to this house. You're gonna quit school, go to work, and on top of that, you dead. And I don't know how the fuck that was gonna happen, <laughs> but that was my talk. No, nobody, do you have an older or a sibling? That I have an older sibling. Th- my, my brother was the one who told me, I was like, Dog, this is what you do. And it was all <laughs> wrong information because he was only eight years older than me. So, you know, I got, I got all the sex shit like when he was 15, 16 years old. Yeah. So I was like 12, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm over here looking at the Dominican chick from across the street. I'm like, I want to fuck her, and he'd be like, "You don't know what to do with that." I'm like, "You're right, I don't, but I want to figure it out."
0: <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> I want to figure it out. Wrong hole. No, never mind. I'll
1: figure it. out. Oh, this hole feels good too. Okay, yeah, this yeah. one's right. This yes. one's right.
0: <laughs> all the holes. I'll do all the holes. This, this, all of them. One of them, them got to feel good.
1: All of them. I'll try. Well, them let's all. put it on OnlyFans. No, but we we
0: don't we don't have that relationship. So when when people tell me. Oh yeah, my, my, my mom sat me down and she told me about
1: oh, I didn't guys, get that fucking No privilege. your parents
0: are not your friends.
1: No They're not your fucking no, friends. I didn't have that privilege. That is privilege. That is a privilege.
0: That is a fucking privilege. That is a privilege. I wish Actually, no. No, now no that I think about it, I think it's better when you find out on your own.
1: Yes and no. I think it's I with, think what, what, it's, with some with a little bit of knowledge, no spoilers, but
0: a little bit of I'll oh, just be safe.
1: With my like with my son, I'd let him figure it out. If I had a daughter, I'd sit down and be like, "This is what every boy is gonna want to do to you."
0: Oh yeah, that's true. That, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm gonna have a son.
1: So like, if if and when I want to have kids, if I have a daughter, she's getting that talk early, and she's getting that talk often, and she's gonna be like, "Listen, bitch, if you don't fucking close your legs, <laughs> you're gonna be sent to this Catholic school where this nun is gonna beat you."
0: It's even worse. because Catholic girls. I know because
1: they like to the give. They suck like to suck the yes. dick. No, That's what's going. On. You're not helping here. No, I'm not. No, no, no. Homeschool. We're gonna homeschool this <sighs> home.
0: I'll be here every step of the way. You're gonna give me your phone, and if uh, if you bring a boy, if you bring a boy home in here, I'm gonna kill
1: <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Like like, where you have kids in this? Uh, one one. Let's not get crazy. One enough. child. Okay. okay. How do you feel about technology and children?
0: It's uh. I'm, I believe too much of anything is not good for you. I do... I limit it. I mean, he's three years old. Okay. He's three and a half. But th- the thing is, like, I grew up watching TV. Like, I was two years old. My mom, my, to this day, she's like... They would come home from work, and they'd find me watching TV, and I would learn how to... I knew how to count to 20 in my alphabet when I was two years old.
1: I mean, same thing. That's how I learned English.
0: No, Exactly. The same here. And so...
1: Shout out to the
0: Muppets and uh, shout out to Scooby Doo and uh,
1: <laughs> Blue Screws and all them. No, fucks. but but so public service television.
0: But so I I have no problem putting my son in front of in front of cartoons. Yeah, uh, but he also wants to like you know grab my phone and he knows he knows how to skip the ads on YouTube. Bro, that's funny. No, that's scary, dude. That, it, it, that is. Is scary it is scary. It is. You're you're. They're not growing at the same pace as we did. Is, is that a, is that a big concern for you? It is. Those?
1: That's honestly one of the main reasons I probably haven't had a kid yet. It's technology. I mean, it, it's not it, going it, to get any, any worse. It's going to get way worse. It's, I'm in tech, right? So yeah. I'm transitioning from medical to tech in my day job. And I'm over here like I see you know, that Amazon is Skynet. And that, yeah. <laughs> you know, I see the control that... They have over our personal information and all this other all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't want them to have a full profile on my child by the time he's at six months old. Give
0: me a flip phone. If you can find one by then.
1: I mean, they're available, but let's like, I mean, for construction workers. Only, what are you like? What the fuck? Like,
0: <laughs> uh, other than like, call me or text me when you need me. I need to be able to reach to reach you. Yeah. That's all it is. You don't need to be on Google. You don't need to be on YouTube on your phone as yeah. a kid.
1: But then at the same time, it's like, the the the. are you holding him back by not giving him that too? You know what no, I'm
0: saying? No, because the, I think there's other forms of, there's other ways to acquire knowledge. And if it's under your supervision and more controlled, and be like, okay, when you at home, like my, my dad used to sit me down and say, watch the news.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, watch
0: the news. I'm like, it's fucking depressing. He goes, no, you need to know what goes on around the world. That's just, you just have to know that. Same here. Right? But- I didn't get a phone until I don't remember. I think I was in, I was in college maybe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it, it, it it's if it's in a control environment, that's fine. It's really when they go out, and then they're on their phone, on their smartphone. That's cool. And one kid goes, "Hey, look at this video of this guy getting decapitated," or his here is you ever heard here's, of XHamster.com? A- yeah, go to that and see a bunch of double anal <laughs> N-O videos. I
1: mean. I mean- I I was the first generation, you know, like I was a teenager when Kimbo Slice started coming out, you know what I'm saying? When yeah. Two Girls One Cup, when, you know, you can go on the internet and find all kinds like I remember when they broadcasted Saddam Hussein's freaking hanging. I remember that. Yeah. Like I, I I was what, fourteen when that happened? Yeah, it was twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah, so so it's, like, yeah. so it's like I was like Jesus, I was, you know, freshman in high school, and all this is happening. I'm like, holy crap, I can find this online. But now, you know, there's a lot more online. But I think more than anything, it's the influence that they have on our children.
0: Yes, but I, I, I think it's the 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 problem is not the information itself. the inf- The problem is the ability to process it. Yes, and that's when you might have to become your kid's best friend to be like, look, this. You see something fucked up, and they, they got to be comfortable enough to come to you and say, "Hey, Dad, what is this? I don't understand this."
1: Yeah, man. So, pa-
0: somebody at school showed me this thing.
1: Parenting has changed so much, man. Yeah,
0: I mean, look, my I I've never seen my parents fight.
1: They what? fought? No, seriously. <laughs> what?
0: No, because in, in our culture, that's not that's not the kid's business.
1: I mean, it's not my business. Trust me. No, no, in, in but my, in my culture, it was not my no, business no, either, but. Trust me when I say I've seen my dad throw a chair across a damn room and I, almost hit I, my mom. I I
0: know it is not the norm. I know that I've I mean I know countless I have countless people that I know that like yeah I've, yeah I've seen furniture fly around the house, and then you know my dad would just fucking bitch slap my mom and and
1: I get I get all that. I, I will say this.
0: There's a very private I've seen, thing. I've seen
1: I've seen a lot of things happen in my home. I've never seen my mom. I've never seen my dad lay hands on my mom. Well, that's good. I mean, that is the one thing where I'll say that is like that is the one thing I'm very fortunate that I haven't seen. I've seen my dad and my mom argue tooth and nail. I've seen them throw shit at each other. I've seen them kind of send us to the next next room, but I've never seen him physically. I'm sure it's happened. Yeah. You know, but I've never seen it where my dad picked my mom up by the hair and just bitch slapped yeah. shit. I've yeah. never seen that. I thank God for that because mm-hmm. my brother has different stories. Like my brother has stories of because my brother's. Your age, you mm-hmm. know. My brother's ten years older than I am, and he has all kinds of stories of my dad when they were. He was active in the military, coming home, pissed drunk, and beating on my mom. Like he has those stories. Mm-hmm. I got sober, I got sober dad. Oh. Even then, it was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, it was fucked up. So I can only imagine if he was a drunk motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? No,
0: I've I, 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 they always kept that shit very private. Yeah. And, and when I saw it, and honestly, when I saw it for the first time. I didn't, I, and, and it was actually just a few years ago, so I was already an adult, and I, I didn't know how to react. You're
1: like, dad, it, 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 are you, you arguing with it, mom? It, 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 it
0: wasn't, a, seriously, I, was, I cried. <laughs> I fucking
1: cried like a bitch. I was like, <laughs>
0: what is this? What? Are you guys going to get it to my
1: <laughs> No, this happens all the fucking time. It's, no, it's but a,
0: they, they, they were always very private about it, and so, like, I know but then what what that does is that like i know i'm not i'm very averse to conflict yeah so even though i'm at you know i'm african and you know my kid's mom is from arkansas two totally different cultures and Jesus. yeah that that is a fucking mix my son will be somebody watch
1: uh <laughs> barack obama bro dude
0: arkansas african
1: what part of Africa are you from? Senegal. Senegal. Ooh, he going to be a great wrestler. Oh, God. Yeah. Are you doing t- the wrestling thing, though? Yeah. Dude, I Sen- mean, Senegalese I mean, I mean, wrestling. I'm a jiu-jitsu practitioner, bro. Do you know who Jared Stalling is? Yes. He's the only other person who knew what Senegalese
0: wrestling was. Oh,
1: yeah. I, I didn't love... It. I love, Dude, I'm into martial arts. I like... I find... I Did you used to do it? I still do. What do you do? Ju- I, I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I'm a blue belt. I should be getting promoted sometimes. I don't know when. So, fuck it.
0: Oh wow. Yeah, I mean I, nobody knew what Sidney Lee's wrestling yeah. was. And it's it's like our national fucking Dude, it's, it's it's
1: it's it's shoot boxing, it's what it is. It's it what to me, like, right? So I'm 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 a huge fan of martial arts. Doesn't matter if it's wrestling, kickboxing. I, I'm a huge fan, uh-huh. and there's certain trends you see when you like start getting into the whole of martial arts. Uh-huh. Like the Greek and the Senegalese style of wrestling is very similar,
0: right? Right. So it it's like wrestling
1: that, yeah. and boxing just mixed together, and it's beautiful to watch. It's different application, obviously, but it's like you can tell that somebody fucked somebody.
0: Yo, I, I was telling Jared. I was telling Jared. I'm like, you know, these these dudes are like 16 years old, and they're like twice jacked. my size. They eat s- rice, <laughs> bro. Seriously, they, they're fucking. They're 16 years old, and they look like Shaquille O'Neal. And you're like, how? how? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? The most interesting thing about I mean, there's
1: Brock Lesnar just walking around. So. I get
0: it. Yeah, but then it starts talking to him have This like teeny weeny voice, and you're like, hey, "How
1: you what? doing?" Yeah. <laughs> <It's too laughs> have you seen Mike Tyson? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? That's true. Thir- Thirteen years old, fucking grown man looking, and bringing just
0: you know what? And I, and I didn't get it. My My uncle used to train him. My uncle was was uh was a boxer in Senegal, and then he started uh training uh other, younger boxers and and wrestlers. So they come around the house all yeah. the time. And then they will fucking eat. And I'm like, "He's uh, like, yeah, he's your
1: age." So there's this great—I uh, don't know if it's still on Netflix—but there's this great like documentary series with Frank Grillo, uh, actor. He goes to Senegal, talks about the Senegalese, the Senegal mm-hmm. uh, wrestling, and him and former UFC heavyweight champion King Velasquez go there, uh-huh. and they both do a couple sparring rounds with him and. Kane who is a national champ here in the states mm-hmm. say their technique in wrestling is as good as any olympic wrestler. Oh wow. So he was like like very similar techniques they you know the names change the slight different styles it was sure. like wrestling for wrestling he was like no they they can wrestle their ass off. Yep. So bro that's dope. Man, I, I've seen
0: that shit live and, and the, the most interesting thing and is all the ritual around it. Dude. They do the dances. I saw that. And they do all the they do the chants, they do the praying, they do all the um
1: There's a lot of superstition.
0: Yeah, there is. There's a lot of superstition too. Oh, that. Anthony Bourdain had an episode.
1: Oh, where yeah. We went to I'm Senegal
0: and then he ate the food and he went to one of those and, and I don't you know, it's fucking Anthony Bourdain. This
1: it's you, like, and your heavyweight champ is like bigger than God over
0: there. Shit, he's a superstar. There was a dude uh, named Tyson.
1: Yeah. There was a dude named Tyson. I remember when I was a kid. But But, So like for comparison, right? uh Like boxing is like that in Puerto Rico. Oh. So like think about, I I think about like some of the great champions we've had. Like when Tito Trinidad was at the height of his powers, when he was pound for pound world champ, Mm -hmm. they would shut down the island for that man. Shut wow. down. I was like six, seven years old watching him fight De La Hoya. And for that week, there was nothing going on. Everything was revolved around the press conferences. Everything was revolved around him. Uh, he, I think the fight was in Vegas and everybody was up at two o'clock in the morning, TVs on, watching the pay-per-view. He was wow. bigger than God. Shit, where is he now? He is training fighters. Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: See, I, I don't know much about boxing other than, you know, the the big names. And I wear some. Bigel
1: Cotto, but, same thing. Bigel Cotto, like. But what, they're
0: known for that? Is that in Puerto Rico? Puerto Ricans are known
1: for two things. Baseball and boxing.
0: Yeah, baseball. and Yes.
1: Baseball yes. and boxing. Like some of the best baseball players come from Puerto Rico, at least historically. Right. Not so much in recent years because the United States have been, you know, fucking imperialistic and <laughs> implementing their rules on our people. Yeah. Like, what's new? You know. <laughs> fucking you know what's, new. what's weird, right? Like when, at least in the baseball world. Um, for many years, Puerto Rico, even though we were loosely affiliated with the United States, the their national teams were autonomous to the United States. Like, yeah, we can trade in the money. We can come and go from the States to Puerto Rico as we want. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to baseball, the players can go play in Puerto Rico all year round and then come play in the majors all year round so they can kind of hop from team to team and not have any contractual issues all of a sudden the young players from PR uh they had to abide from the same NCAA rules Mm -hmm. as the states so they couldn't go from high school or from you know an early age and play professionally Mm -hmm. and then come to the majors they would have to go through the years of college and then go to to the majors
0: so if a which
1: hurt us as talent maybe i should this, if if you were to take away all the puerto ricans out of baseball oh baseball will be fine there's so way too many dominicans in there way too many so you would be boring at that point dude it's like what's the percentage i think in baseball yeah it's equivalent to black players in the nba Oh, so it's like eighty <laughs> percent. <laughs> yeah, but not. but it's not but now it's not just Puerto Ricans. Now it's you know Dominicans, Venezuelans. There's a lot of Hispanic cultures that revolve around baseball. But like early seventies and early eighties, it was like eighty percent.
0: Are you a big baseball fan too? I love baseball. I can't I don't get it. It's the slowest It I is thought, a slow sport. I thought f- football was slow and I watched a baseball game and I fell asleep.
1: Dude, it is it is a game you go watch live. It is not a game to watch on TV. Yeah. And yeah. it's a game, and it's a game you play. It is a, to me, I, to sit down and watch, unless it's like the World Series, where there's high stakes and there's high drama. Yeah,
0: it's not really the world, but let's not. Let's, no, I, no, but, but
1: it's, so the major leagues is uh-huh. basically the UFC of baseball. Sure, okay. So it's like, even though it's not the only organization, it is the best organization in the world. When you think about the talent. It doesn't matter if you play in Japan, if you play in China. Every baseball player in the world wants to play for the major leagues. That's why it's called World Series. That's why it's called the World Series. Ooh. That makes sense, kind of. I mean, still. No, no, but then you put up, then you think about the level of talent in the major leagues and then in MLB. Uh-huh. It has all the best players in the world because of the money. The New York Yankees can buy... Oh, shit. Everybody. I mean, it's the same... In There's the, no cap.
0: It's the same in football with the foot. Like, the the Paris team, PSG, yeah. Paris Saint-Germain, you know, they, they're owned by the Qataris.
1: Yeah. Same so man. they're like, oh, we'll, we'll buy this guy yeah. from... What, what's, what's the league in Europe that, you know, where Madrid play and... and- oh, uh, not... Ah, Champions League. Champions League. Yeah. Like, they have all the best players in the world. Yeah, pretty much. Because they have the money. Yeah. Right? So, not because... They're the only organization because there's the Russian organization, there's the yeah, there's South American. Yeah. But all the best players from all over the world flock there. And that's what makes them like the most prestigious in the world outside of the World Cup.
0: Right. And they all play in the World Cup for the most part. You
1: get it? Yeah. Like, that's what the MLB is. And even then, there's still a World Baseball Classic where every country represents their best players. But that nobody doesn't, cares. Nobody gives a damn. Yeah, I never heard of that so you just. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody gives a damn because everybody watches the World Series with the best of the best playing on the same team against the best of the best playing on the same team.
0: It's just fucking slow, man. It
1: oh, it is slow, slow but dude, what, what the, the the build up? Like I I had this conversation. There is nothing. I'll tell you this. Ahead, there's nothing ahead. in sports like having, uh, Game Six of the, of the World Series or Game Seven of the World Series. Bases loaded with the best player at the plate. There is nothing more dramatic in sports, really nothing. Because okay, I, let me let me. I'll say this: um,
0: penalty shootouts mm. in the World Cup final game. That that's it, some nerves right here. Equivalent. Okay, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, a minute left in the NBA finals. I mean, you can e-
1: equivalent. So like. That is the equivalent in baseball. So I remember when, like, I'm a huge Miami Marlins fan. I grew up watching them. I'm a huge Yankee fan, uh, but they're in the same in the same like National League. Oh no, uh, American League. They're in the American League, right? Oh yeah,
0: you have two leagues. That's right. Two That's leagues and combined, and,
1: and combine. They're the major leagues of baseball. That's why it's called the major leagues, not. Those are two, so they're both in the. In I'm the, confused. They're both. In, <laughs> <laughs> so it was a uh, the American League Finals to go to the World Series.
0: Wait, hold on. What did they split in the first place? Huh? Why? Why are there two?
1: Um, there was two organizations. Just kind of like in like in football, there were two organizations that eventually became the NFC and the AFC. So it, is of, it was it a money thing? N- yeah, it's a money thing. It's all money. It's all money and regions. Sure. Okay. So, uh, his, I get fuzzy with the history because it also has to do with segregation. So it, it it's it's a weird history. Okay. But long story short, it was the New York Yankees versus the Miami Marlins like in nineteen in 2003. Right? That's recent. In 2003. Yeah. So uh, one of my favorite players of all time, Pudge Rodriguez, Ivan Rodriguez, who played for the Marlins at the time, which is one of the biggest Puerto Rican stars of all time.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Right. He came up to the plate. And at the time, it was Josh Beckett, one of the best pitchers in freaking baseball history. The dude had like three shutouts in fucking one year. Insane. Mm-hmm. Um, him, Redmond, and one other guy who escapes his name escapes me.
0: I, I don't know who these people are. It doesn't matter.
1: People they're the best in the world. They were they were some of the best players in the world. And okay. Ivan Rodriguez, who has one of the best he's a power hitter but like an accurate power hitter and he comes up to the plate bases are loaded and
0: wait base loaded means everybody there's one guy at, every, at every base
1: and okay. serrano who was who's one of the best closing pitchers in new york yankee history mm-hmm. is pitching and it's like dominican versus puerto rico which has like a lot of like Oh, really? Yeah. You also have that island yeah, rivalry that shit? Yeah, that little island rivalry bullshit. Uh, then he got the whole, you know, both teams are playing for the World Series. And it's like this whole high tension. And, and it's like, I can remember. It's like all of a sudden it's like. And he hits it off the park in New York City, breaking every New Yorker's heart. But at the same time, like taking a, my hometown, what I consider my hometown, which is Miami, Florida. Uh-huh. Taking it to its second franchise championship, and to me that's like one of my favorite baseball memories. It's like it's it was just so high stakes. It's such a long game. It's called the dark days of summer because of baseball because it's like it's a, it's a boring game a little bit. It is not not a little bit. It is it is a very boring game. But all by all
0: means, all power to you. This is great.
1: But it's <laughs> but like it, it's 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 like it's Ameri- It's a it's not called America's. Sport. It's called America's pastime because you watch it to pass time. Yeah, if you're really bored, you pass <laughs> But the baseball. But, but like my my grandfather was really big into baseball, into the stats, into like keeping yeah. up the, the counts. And
0: I get the tradition. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not shitting on the sport. It, it, it's just that for people who look at, and I'm gonna keep saying football with the foot. Um, people look at football and like, how can you, how can you tie? Like, how does that make sense? Like how can you play for ninety minutes straight and nobody wins? I'm like, somebody there. There's points. Yeah. They people, logi- don't, people don't, people they don't, don't understand.
1: They don't understand the scoring system.
0: Yeah, I mean there there are points. Like you, there's rankings, and if you tie, you get one point or whatever. Well, like I don't one even point a team, is. right? Like if yeah, you tie, yeah, right? Yeah.
1: And then if you win, you get what the three points or whatever it is. You, you get more then, points and if, then if you win. Lose, you get nothing.
0: Right. Exactly. So there's not really a. It's not a. Tie really,
1: because it's a NASCAR. It's like NASCAR. You just because you win run race doesn't mean you're going to win the season, right? You have to win multitude of races and place well in the wins you don't. Exactly at the at the
0: end of the day, there's the ongoing championship. It's like a regular season in an NBA. Yeah, right. And then you know the top get to the. A, a playoff and then it's an, final. it's
1: an aggregate score, not just right. It's not just one game. It's you have to be an overall be, better team,
0: exactly. And so, like I, I remember. Uh, so, 1998, the year that I moved here, was the year that France won the World Cup.
1: Ooh, that's a good year.
0: And that was, and the final was France versus Brazil.
1: Ooh, I remember that.
0: Yes, and um, I, I
1: think. Was the year that France was hosting it? Bale was still playing, right? Huh? No, No, uh, Ronaldinho.
0: Yes, it was. Uh, on the Brazil side, you had Ronaldo. You had oh, it was the dude with the striker that was fucking incredible. Um. Anyway, on the French side, you had Zinedine Zidane, like basically the the dream team of the uh, French football,
1: which they which they stole from Africa.
0: Yes, he's Algerian. <laughs> Fucking shit. No, but but you know what? This is the thing about the French. Like when the French team is like all oh, like a Benetton ad with, with a bunch of different colours. Oh yeah, look, this is France. This is the French culture. This is the French country. Look at all these colors on our, our national team. And then when they lose, oh, these niggas can't play for
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it is in America too. Let's oh, yeah. be real.
0: That's how it is. Oh yeah. But but so they um it was the final game, and I remember I had just come back from Senegal. And we watched the final game, and when uh, the game was over, we drove to Paris, and it was fucking insane. Because no way, you're beating fucking Brazil. In Brazil, people are born with a soccer ball on the, between their dude, feet. Dude,
1: not only that, it's just it's Brazil. There's like magic in the way they play. Yes, I mean it's like they, they make it so effortless. It, it's crazy, right. and you're and like so many great players dude, shit. that come out of Brazil. It's nuts. Love,
0: and no nobody thought that the French was gonna wanna the like, Same win. thing with
1: Argentina. Like you think of Argentina, it's like so many great players come out of Argentina.
0: And then the French won the European Cup uh, two years later. Yeah. In France. That's And dope. I was there for that too. And that's I was dope. like, yeah. So it, like to, to your point, like there's moments like that that you just gotta like yeah, remember for the, for you remember for the rest of your life. And that's you know, that's what that's what sports do. But um, Bases are loaded. So okay. The European Cup is going on right now. The final yeah. is at the time we were recording this, the final is on, on Sunday. Italy versus England. Okay. Right. And you're like, eh, it's, it's same motherfuckers. Yeah, who cares? I I, I, I wanna want see a small team win every once in no, a while. No, it's
1: like like a, for example, World Cup, right? Like right. I, I'm a like I'm, I live in America. I've never rooted for the American team until so they're
0: played. I, they went to the quarterfinals last night. It was fine.
1: Yeah, but even then, it was like. Like, like it was more like, oh, they made it to the quarterfinals. Like, it's oh, you know? so cute. Look at Like, them. I believe that they maybe might win. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. You know,
0: Howard is a commentator right on ESPN now. He was the goalie at the time.
1: I know. I know. You <laughs> already retired. But then, but then you look at then I look at teams like South Africa. Like I was like I was rooting for their team because I thought they was like, bro, they had the group of death and they have a lot of stacked against them. Yeah. They did really well, and I was like, wow, they went deep. You know, I looked at Brazil, who had a subpar team for Brazil standards, and I'm like, they're still the favorite because it's fucking Brazil. Yeah,
0: but you know what? Every time they, the the problem that France has, every time they're the favorite, they don't make it. Exactly. And so, actually, opening game of the World Cup in 2002, France versus Senegal.
1: Weird making everybody fall asleep right
0: now. i know i don't give a shit <laughs> i don't care we can talk about comedy or whatever we can switch i don't give a
1: fuck the, i'm just saying i love soccer, dude i like soccer fine. too i love soccer i, we I have a team
0: now in austin so everybody's buying the shirts i don't, I don't, give a fuck, I, don't bro. I don't even think they know the rules bro i don't even think they know the rules the dude dude
1: have you seen have you seen the crowds that go to those fucking soccer games
0: no i just see people who to h-e-b with the, with the shirts
1: Bruh, i'm not gonna do it because it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's it's, 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 I it's, it's, it's a this. new premise it's a new premise i'm working on so i don't want to oh. i don't want to give it away but i'm just gonna say next time you're in the domain and there's a game going on just sit down and watch people just watch people just watch people like as a corner kick <laughs> dude i'm telling you <laughs> did you're throw in? it's just just the, the the weirdness of austin shows in that crowd just the <laughs> weirdness, just I'm the seeing, weirdness yeah. of Austin, and it's and it's like I both appreciate it, and I'm just like, the fuck are y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? Oh, because don't. like, like I Miami or well, Florida now has a team. You know they got the Orlando City, Orlando City Soccer, uh-huh. and the team sucks. Mm. Like, is it what is it on in the league? Even? It's in it's it's in it's an yeah. Oh, Orlando City, yeah. It's not. I mean, it's not a good team. No, I mean, nobody, nobody cares. I mean, I mean they were not playing that. Is any American team good though? Like, like at this point, <laughs> like you're like no, no. Fr- French players retire and come train here. Yeah, like coach here. That's what I'm saying. Like, like we. It's and it's not that Americans are bad at soccer. It's just it's not our sport. No, like, because you're not good at it. If you're not good, at it, that's the thing. The, the, there's a reason why nobody cares because you're not good at it. It. it not only that, it's. The American school system and the athletic system is geared for one of two sports: football or wrestling, or oh, basketball. Football, basketball, football, basketball, or wrestling. That's it. All the really? all, wrestling is yes, big? yes, huge. Every every American high school has a wrestling program. Every American high school has a basketball program. Every American high school has a football program.
0: Nobody cares about tennis. Nobody cares about nobody golf, gives a damn. Nobody cares about volleyball.
1: Not a damn. Swimming. Every school. Chess. Think about it. No, no. Think about. <laughs> Think about every American school has a wrestling, football, and basketball program. I never thought of wrestling. The best, No, no, seriously. Look at the Olympics. The best wrestlers are either Russian or American. Huh. I did not know that. Yes. And the reason wrestling is such a big sport in America is because of the Cold War. What? Yes.
0: By the way, if you fall asleep, fuck you. Uh, but this is this is interesting because I'm learning some shit. I love. Wait, what do you mean?
1: Yeah. So, uh, after the World War II, Uh Cold War started, obviously, right? And everything is about the proxy wars in America versus the rest of the world. We need to show our supremacy in every major sport possible. That's why they made Rocky. That's why they made Rocky. That's why track and field is such a big thing in America when when the Olympics come around. Gymnastics too, but wrestling is such a big deal. In American culture, mm-hmm. especially in like states, not so much Texas, but you think about like the Midwest, you think, in, you know, Ohio, Oklahoma, that whole section, mm-hmm. that's where the best wrestlers in the country come from. And that's where all they basically get bread to do is to wrestle. And it's really because of our war against Russia. To this day. To this day. Like it's an, it's an unspoken thing, but it is. That's exactly what it is. It's, 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 a it's geo- over It's over. Fucking get over <laughs> It's not over it's never over right. It's never over do you think These geopolitical wars are ever over no No but they I change mean, they evolve on. we become Friendly then we not become friendly
0: no we don't But still it's like
1: you know but That's what it is if it's, it works it works don't get me wrong Because you think about it Think about it like this you put their best Athlete right in any given Sport but let's we're using wrestling you Put your best athlete mm-hmm. that you can Produce after putting them through the Russian athletic system. And then you put them through the American athletic system. They went through college. Mind you, these kids are wrestling from the age of three. This is really like rocky. Legitimately like Like This is, (laughs) when people say there is no such thing as communism, and it's kind of like bullshit. Like, have you seen the American athletic system that feeds into the Olympic system? it's be, they've been these kids have been training here in you don't even have to go far uh-huh. here in Texas there are um, there's rest folk wrestling programs for children starting at the age of 3 shit I'm
0: and th- 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 these th- kids
1: th- and these kids learn how to wrestle and they wrestle every weekend sometimes multiple times a week from the age of 3 through high school then they get recruited to go mm-hmm. to some of the and get scholarships to go to some of the best schools in the country because they can wrestle. Okay, but the the, the narrative behind it is that all right, all right, Sonny, you're gonna have to wrestle because you're gonna there is, is no rookies. professional wrestling outside of the WWE. Like there is no real money in wrestling. Uh huh. All it is is to show supremacy over another country. <laughs> there is no perfect. There is no professional wrestling. <laughs>
0: It's a small. Is this a small dick complex? One of those. <laughs> like, no, call me a bitch. Bro.
1: I'm gonna show you. A- look, whenever you get a chance, look up Jordan Burroughs. Jordan Burroughs. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh-huh. He is bar none the best American wrestler in 20 years since Dan Gable. Dude went undefeated in international competition for 10 years. Undefeated in international competition. The dude is black as fuck. But. He can wrestle his ass off. I wanna do And the nice only reason angle. he makes money, sponsorships. He doesn't make any money off these tournaments at all. These are all international. He represents the United States. See, that's why See, because growing up, when we thought wrestling,
0: yeah, we thought WWE. We thought The Undertaker and all these folks. I'm, I'm
1: talking about Olympic style wrestling.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I get that. But I I Growing up, that was the reference. Like, we didn't know that there was actual wrestling going on, like, outside of that in this country. Yeah. Because to us, it was, yeah, we know it's fake. It's a show. They, they have characters. They do all the, yeah. Yeah. the, no, no. It's, the it's theatrics and all It's, it's, and it's all it.
1: geopolitical. It's all geopolitical. Like, don't get me wrong. There's something very primitive about two people grappling, right? There's sure. something very primitive. and Grabbing
0: and, their underwear and trying to flip them. Yeah. Do, 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 you, do you like sumo, too? Do you
1: follow that shit? I appreciate it. I'm not a big, I, I, I don't, I I look at it and no I'm offense, like. No offense, but you could do it. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to.
0: These I, motherfuckers, died. you thought that St. were big. Them sumo kids. Dude, are... bro.
1: And they're built and, they're, and they breed them to be like that. Oh, yeah, they do. Like from, yeah. Three probably too. Bro. Dude, but yeah, no, man. Yeah. Wrestling is a big sport in this country. It is the only, it's the only state-sanctioned martial art.
0: What do you mean by state-sanctioned?
1: It is. Like in, a, in a public school, oh, is it a state-sanctioned martial art? So, what
0: what is the actual league? Then like, there is you... no
1: league. There is no professional league. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, so there is no professional league. I'm talking. It's, like, only, like, it's
0: like, only an international
1: thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like there's collegiate, right? There's amateur, sure, collegiate, sure, sure. collegiate, high school. There's you know middle school programs. There's independent programs and leagues that. Like, your kid can go into, mm-hmm. but all of that feeds into the Olympic program. Fuck,
0: this is deep, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, I just fucked you up. Yeah, I? no,
0: you did, you did. This is this yeah. Is and so, I so, so to think, think this about, it like, this. Think about it like this.
1: So, like the only equivalent to this that I can explain it is like the Russian athletic program. Like they handpick athletes from the earliest they can pick them and they're like oh you're gonna be a wrestler why because your dad was a wrestler which means you have the genes to be a wrestler so we're gonna teach you how to wrestle since you were you know fucking in diapers then next thing you know you have a korelin who fucking goes 20 years undefeated in the olympics no,
0: I'm gonna have to watch the Olympics this year. Now that I know, yeah, that. yeah, it's yeah. gonna be interesting. It is
1: interesting, and here's the thing: it's it's one. It's a beautiful thing to watch as far as art and human emotion and, and all that. But when you start thinking about it in those terms, it's like this is a this is two countries going to war without hurting anybody else but those two people.
0: Right, 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 right. So who's 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 the guy who's gonna represent?
1: Uh right now, um, there's a couple of guys that are that, that are in the running for, you know, that number one spot. Uh, Jordan Burroughs, unfortunately, didn't make it didn't make the team this year. He lost to some guy, I forget his name. He's a new guy, he's a younger kid. Uh wrestled out of Iowa. I know he's a D one champ. Uh, but some of the big guys in the past, you know, Jordan Burroughs, um, he's the first only guy that comes to mind. Um right now. So you know, you know how to But big- Brock Lesnar was one of them. Okay, so you know how during Kurt the Angle. Olympics, Kurt Angle. I don't the, know who that is. Kurt Angle from the WWE. You remember him? The broken neck. I won the Olympics, a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Uh
0: uh-uh. uh. This is how much I follow sports. No, They're no, it's
1: st- okay. So there was a <laughs> professional wrestler in the late '90s for the WWE or WWF at the time. Uh, his name was Kurt Angle. Uh-huh. He won the 1990 gold medal in 1996 in Greco-Roman wrestling for the United States. With a broken neck, which is the true story, which turned into his gimmick in the WWE.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I would do that too. I'd be like, yeah.
1: No, this but this I dude, did. like his, you can pull it up on YouTube right now. He, there's a match of him versus, I forget the Russian guy's name, but it always ends up being one of three countries, Iran, who has monster wrestlers too. I know yeah.
0: the Iron Sheikh, that's it.
1: Yeah, well, Iron Sheik was a was an Olympic wrestler for yeah, Iran. That's right.
0: That's right. Yeah. yeah
1: that's, for Iran. Yeah. But yeah, it's a big deal. It is a big wrestling in this country. Like most people forget about it, but what I'm talking about like, it is a huge deal. It's such a huge deal that it's in every public school.
0: I have to look this shit up, man. This is interesting. This is fascinating. If if if, if you if you haven't learned anything, if you learn anything from this episode, <laughs> this is this is gold. I love this. I fucking love this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Let's switch gears a little bit. I want to get into, so how long have you been doing this comedy shit?
1: Uh, This is a little over two years now. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you would been doing it for longer than that. No, 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 no. I've been, so the secret to me, and most people don't realize this, is like, before I started comedy, I used to be a youth pastor. Oh, so you're used to talking in front of people. I'm used to talking in front of people. Ah, cheat code. All right. That's my cheat code. That's my cheat code to my stage presence. Sure, Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so what, what? What was it? Um, a couple of different things. But long story short, I want to I want to thank Tony Hinchcliffe for my career. Are you serious? Yes. Uh, two years ago, uh, around this time, two years ago, I went to a Tony Hinchcliffe show, and I've always wanted to do here it. in Austin. No, Dallas. Okay. Um. Tony roasted me and my wife throughout the whole show. Funniest thing, I had so much fun. It was just a fun show. And talked to him after the after the show. And I'm like, hey man, I've always wanted to try this. You know, I I'm a youth pastor. You know, it's kind of not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, I'm a I'm a huge man of faith, but I'm not a fan of the corporate style of worship. I'm not a fan of corporate religion, just not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, sign up for the open mic. And I signed up for the open mic. Um, later that night, he stuck around. Uh, he told me I sucked. And then he says, but keep going. And haven't stopped since.
0: Wow. Shouts to Tony.
1: And funny thing is, when I saw him, when he first moved back, he recognized me, which was insane. Because like, I only met him once before then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like, hyenas, Dallas, right? And he was like, you were bigger then. He was like, your name is... Daniel, I'm like, dude is sharp, bro.
0: Yeah, he is, and I, I know him personally too. Is is a good guy. Actually, he gave me a, uh It was he came to town because I I'd met him during um, I met him 2015. Yeah, he came with Red Band and Tiffany Haddish at the time. Nobody knew who she was because Tiffany used to do Red Band show on Death Squad. Yeah, the um, uh, Dysentery yeah. show, right? And they came to uh, Spider House, and I went there. I, I met him, just said, what's up? I didn't know I was going to do any any of this stuff. And he came back during Moon, for Moon Tower in 2017, I think, and he came back to do a Kill Tony and a whole show at, at Cap City. Yeah. And after that, we. He, I mean, he recognized me, and then we went over to a, the bar and um, – and at the time, like my baby was, on my son was on the way. Yeah, and I said, uh, you know, I, I'm like, there's so much I want to do, but I, you know, I have this baby on the way, and is and is and I don't know if I can do all that. That maybe start doing comedy. I have my, my podcast also. I was was on hiatus, and and he told me straight up, he's like, Sh- shut up with the excuses. Like if if you if you're just gonna if you're just gonna do it. Just do actually that should actually inspire you to do it, knowing that you have a son on the way, as in you're about to accomplish something that you could be proud of and then show your kid, bro.
1: Like, this is what he he told me the way he put it to me, bro. Like, when I saw him last, he was like, You still suck, but you're gonna get better as you get as you progress in everything, right? And the fact that he was like, Everybody sucks in the beginning, everybody sucks, like. I, I, man, two years in, I have maybe three or four bits that I really like, but I know that they can be so much better. Especially when you see a guy like Tony, who is fourteen years a, in it. fourteen years, and he's one of the most prolific writers you'll ever meet. Right? Mm-hmm. Like the dude has forgotten more material than he's ever tried. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's insane when you being around him and seeing him work, like. In the early days of post-COVID comedy, like he he dropped in at one of the shows at Green Jay, mm-hmm. and he went up there with a notebook and just started rattling off jokes, just trying to see what worked. And a lot of it was funny, just off of experience of writing comedy. But then you look at it, it's like, but half that shit's not even in a set. And you're like, wow, he's forgotten more comedy than he's ever actually used in an actual set.
0: No, it's, it's incredible. I mean, the man's good. Is fucking good. Good, good guy. Really, except really for, for the guy. whole
1: chink thing, you know, it's like, got a little weird. Well, uh, <laughs> even then, I don't give a fuck. I like the no, guy.
0: The, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I, I saw him a few days later. It's like, yo, what up, back? And I'm like. Good to see you out again, man. Seriously, yeah, we, we need you need to be out here. Fuck that other dude, dude.
1: Ah, dude. Oh, that's right.
0: We talked about that.
1: At, at I green yeah, Jay that yeah, day. Like, if, I, if I see him, I'm a fucking punch. I'm him. a fuck him on site On green light, dog. <laughs> green light until this day. Hold on, I'm a boo freaking Deontay Wilde. to this day. To this day, dude. Like, bro. Like, nah, nah. D- I'm a nonviolent guy. <laughs> Whatever, whatever. We talk about. We talking about MMA and wrestling and dude, the, it's it's different. I look at it from a different perspective. Brazilian jiu jitsu. I look at martial arts from a different perspective. Yeah, it's a violent act, but it's not necessarily violence.
0: You gonna say it's beautiful?
1: It, it to me, it is.
0: <laughs> the way the bodies intertwined.
1: No, no, no. no. <laughs> the way he grabs the no, diaper and just no. flips
0: him over, and his knee touches the the ground. Look no, at that,
1: man. The, the things the human body can do. And or take is is what fascinates me.
0: I I'm with that. I I to I wholeheartedly agree. You know, I I danced for seven years. Yeah. And you, are you familiar with the uh, Les Twins? Yeah. The the, the, the French the, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know who they are.
0: They're the best dancers in the world, period. One hundred percent. They taught themselves. That's insane. They they're they're two out of I don't know, you have like eight siblings and something like that. But they taught themselves how to dance to the best in the world. And some of the shit they do, and you ask them, like, how...
1: I, I want to see how they practice. They probably just turn on music and do kind of like what writers do. They would just throw shit up on the wall, see what works. But it always... Uh, again, the... Art is art. I'm I, I'm with it, but it's like some people
0: just have it in them.
1: 100%.
0: And they do. But when you look at other dancers that uh, there was this one style that came out early 2000s. I think it's called Flex or something like that. When these guys just like literally they could put their elbow behind their heads. Oh, like the bone breaking style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, They they do that kind of shit or they they flow so well with their body or they just do the robot thing and I'm like, the human body is fucking incredible, man. It's
1: incredible. Like, the reason i'm such a fan of martial arts in general not just wrestling or kickboxing or boxing mm-hmm. it's it's one what an athlete can put himself through to accomplish something it's to the like it's inspiring number one mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's basketball that's it's just one but then you add the element that it's a chess game right like let it be boxing, kickboxing, wrestling. It's it's a chess game. It's a game it strategy. Okay, okay, for the, for those sports, yes. Right, um, but then you add the fact that some guys like uh, you like MMA, right? I don't care for it. You don't care for it. Okay. What what martial art do you like to watch? None. <laughs> okay.
0: No, no, no. Okay. So, uh, like,
1: if there was a fight going on,
0: I watched a Floyd Mayweather a fight. Floyd Mayweather. Okay, good okay. good example.
1: Floyd Mayweather. Uh huh. Floyd Mayweather's style, he is one of like three people in the entire history of boxing that could do what he does. I believe it. And the reason I say that is like the only guy before him that could do that Philly Shell style, his, he's better at it than his dad was. Mm-hmm. Alright? The only other guy that can do it is Sugar Ray Robinson. Okay. And you look at them, for like you look at film, film, they resemble each other so much, it's scary. But once in a generation style talent, with the once in a generation style, you know it's like that's how special Floyd Mayweather is. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Well, when when you say when you say chess,
0: um, take uh, when it's actual, I, I'm trying to phrase
1: So to finish what I'm saying about Floyd. Right? Okay. Okay. He calls himself the best ever. I don't think he's the best ever, but when I when the one he's undefeated. You can you can people in boxing might say that oh his the level of competition versus He doesn't KO
0: people though, he just wins Yeah but bites. it's
1: not even that. It's he makes people look silly.
0: Oh yeah, I mean best defensive is it that's the thing, right?
1: Yeah, no, he makes people look silly. So the reason I say you know what I said about martial arts earlier is like he has the best pool counter ever. Pool? Pool counter. Pool counter is basically is when you lean your head forward over your knee oh, and then you- to, to bait a, a power shot from your opponent, uh-huh. and you counter with your own power shot. Floyd Mayweather, that's how he made his money. That pool counter was his number one weapon from basically after the Olympics, after he, he got robbed, arguably, from his Olympic gold medal. Mm-hmm he turned professional and he built a career off a pool counter and he was the best to ever do it. Like he would stand in front of guys, lean forward. His reflexes were so good that he could literally within centimeters of people hitting him and he would just pop right back.
0: That's like anime level type shit.
1: Literally (laughs) anime level. Like you see, like he made, Manny Pacquiao look silly. Silly. He made Miguel Cotto look silly. He made um. Come on, come here, right here. Put it on the chin. <laughs> <laughs> no, basically, right. So, yeah. like, y- you name every elite boxer of his era, he made them look ordinary. I, mean, I can see that. Now, now, was he knocking people out and putting people to sleep? No.
0: That's what people wanted want to see, though, when you but think boxing.
1: Yeah, that's what that's what casual fans want to Yes,
0: see. exactly. Casual that. fans okay, want to sure. see.
1: But when I say he made people look silly, and he didn't even have to hurt people to make them look silly, which to me speaks to him as a person, too. He was like, no, 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 I'm going to fight him, and I'm going to hype the fight, but when it comes to the actual art of it, he was like, I don't have to hurt you to win this. Such a bitch. I'll,
0: I just got to play
1: around with you <laughs> no, no seriously like he knocked out he had 50 fights he knocked out 20 and that's early in his career when he was a young brash fighter uh-huh. as he matured he was like oh, I, I know what this can do to people I don't want to do that to them but I know that this is how I feed my family well I think they will be alright you know what I'm saying so it's For like so, so so he was you know he 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 would do in like and as far as the tactics of boxing he was better than anybody
0: do you ever watch, there's a video um, on YouTube of, it's called The Art of Intimidation by Mike Tyson.
1: Oh, dude. That is one of my favorite videos. Oh,
0: shit. I mean, when he's like, I'm, I'm walking and I'm nervous. I'm scared to death. And then I'm getting on the, the ring and I'm God.
1: Bro. <laughs> but that's, that, and that's another guy, right? Like Mike Tyson was the polar opposite of a, of a Mayweather. Yeah. Mike Tyson is a conqueror. Mike Tyson is like, like, a destroyer. he's a he's a destroyer. I'll fuck of you you'll love me? <laughs> Dude, legitimately. But then you look at the way he was trained and the way his style is, he was made to be a he was made to be
0: the destroyer. King Kong. Yeah, He was yeah. made
1: he was made to be that and his style reflects that. Now, was he technically the best boxer of his heavyweight generation? No. Mm-hmm. No. But you remember him. Yeah, of, of course. Because of what he did to everybody.
0: <laughs> as long as I see this flinch in his eye, it's over. I have him. And it's it's so it good I have
1: him. I, he's mine.
0: <laughs> he I felt- love that video. Like you know, I love that video. It's fucking dope. But, but okay, so take another sport. Right now the Tour de France is happening, right? Tour de France, yeah. Tour de France. Well, I don't know why don't I say Tour de France? Holy shit! We just talked about Puerto Rico, and I'm because, saying Tour de France because you're Americanized. Shut up!
1: You're Americanized. Shut up! I've been here. Ah, you got, you got that. You got that <laughs> slick African style, though. I like the, it.
0: Ugh, I ah. can't. I'd, every time I catch myself like sounding so American, I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. it, it it's, it's, I, have always, always defined myself as a product of those two, uh, three places. But that's one part that, like, the way I speak, I don't, always, I don't want to, like, give in. You see what I mean? Like, it took me five years to say y'all when I moved here. Really? I refused to say y'all. Like, Dude, it, I've been it, saying
1: y'all since I was in fucking Florida, bro. No, it's, it's a just, southern thing. Yeah, it's I not, know. But,
0: but I'm like, if, if 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 I'm gonna assimilate myself to this culture, I'm gonna do it backwards. I'm just gonna, like, I'm walking back into it, like, looking over my shoulder, type shit. I'm like, I'm not sure I like this. I did not have a choice, but I was. I, I was kind of skeptical about it. So I'm like, I'm not going to dive in like, oh, yeah, come here, America. Take me and show me everything you got. And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of
1: let me see what this this is all about first. I, I think you're right. I think that's the right way to do it, especially because you when,
0: get disappointed quickly if you dive all in. That's, n- that's No, the, it's yes, it,
1: it, there's yeah, I agree. I agree. But there's something beautiful about the mixture in this country. Oh, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Doesn't mean you, don't, you You can't be careful. That's all it is. It's true. You do have to be careful. My, my, like I ain't gonna let my daughter do no white girl bullshit. Like the sh- fuck's wrong with you?
0: I told my, bro- I told my youngest brother, if you, if I ever catch you with cargo shorts, <laughs> I will smack the shit out of you. <laughs> cargo shorts. He was going, to, he was going to middle school. I'm like even khaki shorts. Fucked. Fuck off. Fuck! You wearing cargo shorts? Bruh. You gonna have a problem. You bruh. better, you, you better come home in in your boxers, bruh. With your with your shorts in your backpack, bruh. and let let me catch you with that shit, bruh.
1: Ain't nothing like a good boat shoe though. <laughs> there's, just
0: thing. Okay, so, uh, there's just certain things. Okay, so there's just certain
1: things. I just can hate take the stigma. It. I get it. I get it. It is. It's a it is. Sure. And, we, and you live in a state where people don't care about the way they look. But let me ask you this. What's uh, one African thing that if you see another African do in the States, you're like, motherfucker, keep that shit back home. Because uh, I know there's a bunch of Puerto Rican shit that if I see a Puerto Rican do it here in the States, I'm like, motherfucker, you're giving us a bad name. <laughs> Stop that shit. Like, bro, I love, I love, bro. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead, my, go ahead. My, my big thing is, like, I love the Puerto Rican flag. It is. It is a beautiful thing. It's a patriotic thing. It's a very nationalistic thing. Mm-hmm. But if I see a Puerto Rican wearing a Puerto Rican flag, I'm like, motherfucker,
0: wearing like a like on a T-shirt.
1: Like, like I have a Puerto Rican jersey for the Puerto Rican national team. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Every time I put it on, I go, ah, oh, I like it. And then I, I go, I, I look at myself in the mirror right before I walk out the door. I'm like, I am changing. <laughs> I am not wearing this shit out in public because I don't want to be that guy. Like, unless I'm going to a game or to like a showcase. Uh, or like a Puerto Rican day parade. There's exceptions to the rule, but if it's if it's a regular fucking day, uh-huh. and I see a motherfucking Puerto Rican wear a Puerto Rican flag of any kind on a shoe, on a pair, of, on a piece of clothing, I'm like, I, I stop. I can't do that. See, America is the only
0: country that does that shit. Do you realize that? It's stupid. Everything is a flag. Everything, Everything is stupid. Like you, you can put a flag in front of your house, and that's okay.
1: Yeah. It's Nobody very- does that anywhere else. Nobody puts a Congolese. Flag. <laughs> Dude, in front of their dude, house, it's it's bad too. It's not only America. It's it's uh, maybe Americas because Mexicans do it, uh Colombians do it. Yeah, yeah, true. America, like like like. Yeah, Mexicans do it. Yeah, Mexicans do it a <laughs> lot. Yeah, Mexicans. Bro, have you have you seen some of these low riders in Texas, dog? Like I'm like yo, like okay, bro, like that's Any, any chance?
0: That, yeah, that's true.
1: That's that true. don't add the fact that if they're football fans, they go. Full, ball, full blown cowboys like yeah, flying, yeah, like it yeah, they're true. passionate people dog yes okay i'll give i'll
0: give you that maybe that's the only two canadians don't do it canadians don't give a fuck
1: no the canadians don't give a fuck no but canadians the, are barely care about themselves what are you talking about it's true <laughs> but, but nobody no, <laughs> no nobody maybe north korea yeah. Maybe because you have to? Yeah.
0: Because if you don't, you get shot. That's true. You probably get shot if you that's don't true. wave a flag like on the Saturday morning because that's the law. That's I don't true. I don't know what they do over there, but I don't fucking know. But it's it's this whole They're hungry. That's all I know. Oh, you know has a good joke about that shit. Who? Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah has a joke that says You what? the United States of America is the only country in the world where people start chanting
1: USA, you and everybody just just does it. Bro, it's so contagious, though. Yeah, but nobody goes, United Kingdom. UK. <laughs> no, Nobody gives a fuck. Exactly. Nobody gives no, a fuck.
0: No, 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 nobody goes, Mali, or Japan, no, China. Nobody does that shit. But we say, when you, you can start a whole chant by You can be USA. in the middle
1: of the Mall of America and one guy goes, U-S-A. U-S. And then the whole crowd goes, USA. And then there'll be, I'll be like, what are we chanting USA for? I was like, I don't know. Somebody understands. You could be at a bus stop and do it. Dog, you could do that. Seriously, you could uh, do it anywhere. Bro,
0: I, 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 I dare you. At the end of your set, next time you go to the mic, <laughs> just start. Just for the it, And you're Puerto Rican, so you kind of qualify. But you can, you can I, still- I barely qualify. I'm uh, a second-class
1: citizen. What are you talking you're
0: about? You're white
1: enough. You pass. Bro, I am white enough, though. Okay, I'm not going to lie.
0: I'm, I'm telling you.
1: Compared to you, it, I'm very white.
0: Yeah. I, I Look, man. I tell people <laughs> I'm French, look at me like I'm crazy.
1: Bro, so, <laughs> you're Sangalese. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: They don't know that.
1: Uh, uh, the they barely Africa. know where to point it out on the map. That's all I'm saying.
0: You think he can put Senegal on the map?
1: You <sighs> think he can put France on the map? Barely. You think he can put South Africa on the Bro, map? Bro, Americans <laughs> can't put Puerto Rico on the map. <laughs> of Dog. course not. Bro, they can't. I Look, when I lived in LA, I lived in LA for three years. Uh-huh. I told this chick that I was dating at the time, I'm from Puerto Rico. Oh, where part of Mexico is that from? And I'm like, I'm not Mexican. <laughs> she looks at me and she goes, "But you said you're from Puerto Rico," and I'm like, "Look up Puerto Rico on your phone right now."
0: And she goes, "I don't even do that. that she, that's too and, much work." And,
1: and she goes, "No, no, but I wanted to prove a point, yeah. dude." And she looks it up on her phone. She's like, "It's part of the United States." Uh, you know, I mean? some people. But she does a good dick, though.
0: Oh well, there's redemption.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh,
0: the people would think that Alaska is in the bottom left. Of the US because it's on the map. It always puts on the bottom left with Hawaii. So stupid. Hey, you know. I actually made
1: that drive once. To Alaska? From Florida to Alaska, yeah. What? Uh, My dad was stationed up there one time and we had to. Never heard of a plane or a train? No, we were taking his car up there. So I wanted to make the trip with him. So I just got in the car and. Was it a. It took six days. Yeah, no
0: shit. Probably take you one to get out of Texas.
1: Uh no, we didn't even go through Texas. Oh yeah, Florida. My so bad. we went. So we took 35 all the way, or 70. No, highway 75. You don't
0: have to know your highways. Is no, no, no.
1: So we took 75 through Tampa, all the way up to Chicago. Then we got on the Alaskan Highway, which took us through Canada all the way up there. And it was in a spring, so it wasn't cold yet. Oh. So we got most mostly great. Where, where, where
0: would you go? Like to travel.
1: Travel. Like if you have a dream destination. So I've always wanted to live in Spain. Spain's the shit. Spain Spain is I, the fucking I shit. I want to live in Spain. I
0: promised myself I'd go back. So we went to I also want to do row.
1: Spanish comedy in Spain. Oh really? Yeah. Is I, it
0: does it translate?
1: No. I am working on a new five minutes in Spanish.
0: Spanish-Spanish, not Mexican or Puerto Rican No, 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 no,
1: just plain old Spanish. Like, what I want to do as far as comedy, I want to get very proficient in in a good English set to Uh get paid as a comic, uh, which I can officially say I'm a pro-comic. I've been paid for comedy. Uh Uh, But I want to get a good enough set where I can be featured just about everywhere or headlined just about everywhere. Um, And then I also want to develop an hour equivalent in Spanish so I can travel... Abroad,
0: I tell Tom is doing.
1: Yeah, he he is a pioneer in that, my friend.
0: No, you know who he is
1: Eddie? Izzard. Eddie is it? Yes, it is a French d- German. Four languages.
0: Wait, he does French, German, English, S- Spanish. Oh, Spanish too. Yes. Oh, this fucker. And then uh Mare, the French guy. Yes, who did who was a superstar in France, and then came and had a residency he, in New York, and yeah. did it all in English. And I saw him, and he's still was funny,
1: dude. It's it it's one of those things where comedy, I, with the art of stand up. Uh-huh. Americans might have invented it but I think every other culture kind of took it and said we can do the same thing in our, in our language and has taken it to this whole different level and I think especially you know being Hispanic and being uh, that speaks Spanish and Latino whatever fucking term you want to use using being bilingual I can double my market by that's
0: true Maybe I should do French
1: yeah I mean, but it's hard here in the States, right? Yeah, nobody cares here. Nobody gives a fuck. But there's a there's a really good comic out of Dallas. His name uh Monkey. And his name is Monkey. Oh, he's girl. a black Puerto Rican guy, by the way. <laughs> he he's might, a negrito. He's monkey monkey singe. That's what we call him. <laughs> monkey without the E. Uh-huh. So M M-O-N-K-Y, monkey. Um, he's a guy who told me, like, one of my mentors in comedy, he was like, Danny, do it in both languages. He was like, "It's gonna be hard, but it's like it's worth it as a performer, and it's worth it to both go back home and perform, which is one of my dreams." Mm-hmm. He was like, "But take it abroad." He was like, "You can go anywhere in the world as a comic to do it both in English and in Spanish." He was like, "You could go to Europe. Doesn't matter what part of Europe you can do an English set and a Spanish set." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "He opened my eyes to that fact." And then during the pandemic, when everything was online only. I did mics in Argentina. I did mics. Oh shit. In Spain, in Spanish. I did mics in. Do,
0: uh, you, do, do you see Spanish at home
1: with your wife? Uh, my wife is very American, so that's a no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be fun when you have kids. But um, if you need tips, <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, my, my wife is is of Mexican descent. She's a Texan, uh, so she's she understands it. She understands it, but. To have that fluent conversation of back and forth, it's just not going to happen.
0: Start teaching your kids early, Spanish. I'm talking,
1: baby, like they can't even talk yet. <laughs> just do it. Dude. But I talked to my parents in Spanish uh, when my grandparents are still alive. Spoke to them in Spanish mm-hmm. all the time. My family back home, every time I talk to them on the phone, it's all in Spanish. I talked to her, my wife's family in Spanish, all her grandparents and uncles. Oh, that sucks aunts, for her. <laughs> aunts and uncles. I was, so the reason I got away with her family and mm-hmm. I i was like the chosen one for her family to say, give me the okay to marry her was because I spoke Spanish. So like to them, it was like reinstalling a lost part of their culture back into them.
0: I'm like, yeah, see what you did. We, skip, we skipped you. He's going to bring that shit
1: back. <laughs> no, they, they, my wife knows this. She was like, she was like, we just ordered Rosetta Stone so she can learn Spanish too. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like I know how to speak it conversationally, so I would love and read and write it, but I would love to be more proficient in the language itself. Oh. Um since I learned I grew up here.
0: Yeah, so like we were saying earlier, watch the cartoons, take your your favorite movie
1: in Spanish. I do it all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean even for her, like her whatever her favorite movie is, watching in Spanish with English subtitles. She started watching novelas all over again, bro. It's great. Watch El Inocente.
1: El Inocente.
0: Inocente on Netflix.
1: That's good. Like we watched Narcos, the original one. It's like we took off like I put the English subtitles so if she didn't understand, she can like keep up. But she's starting to learn more. She's starting to speak again. But like when we first got together, I would say something in Spanish. She looked at me like, huh? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? I I tell you what, my uh
0: my son is three years old. He's bilingual already.
1: Really? Yes. He speaks fluently in French. Yeah, that's amazing. To, to
0: where he goes to a French school. It's, it's he's just ended his first year. Wow. In pre-K, and he's it he gets to a point where he translates. So it, when he speaks to, and I said, I always tell him like, when you talk to me, you talk to me in French. So when he speaks English, I said, I don't. I say, je comprends pas. I don't understand. And then he'll say it in, in French. That's good. And he did this trick on me last week, and I'll never. I, I, will, I will. I will tell him when he when he's grown, I will tell him about what what happened. So he's talking to me in English, and he goes, oh, "Well, what do you speak with mom?" And I said, "Well, anglais, you know, English." No, no, no. He started, no sorry, he started speaking in English, and I said, "I don't understand." Je pas. And he goes, "So, what do you speak with mom?" And I said, "English." He goes, "You do understand."
1: <laughs> like kids are smart, sneaky. Kids are smart, but he, like my parents. So my my situation was different from your kid, right? Uh-huh. So I was born in Puerto Rico, and my parents' struggle was to teach me English, and then have me retain my native language.
0: Because, you, I, but you go back. That's what you do. So. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's that's what what why my parents they did, did with Senegal. Yeah. That's
1: what they did with me. But I learned what I called hood English because I grew up in like the bad parts of miami i grew up in kendall Mm -hmm. which is uh one of the suburbs of miami uh outside of parine outside of like Wynwood. like like you look up like all the bad parts of miami kendall's one of them you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um so i tell people it's like i learned hood hood english i learned like all the bad words in english i learned how to i learned ebonics before i learned how to write an english paragraph so it's like I know more hood span hood hood English and all these terms from down south like jet and just just ebonics in Sure. General. I mean same
0: here. My yeah. my English teacher hated my guts because I would spell color without a U. Yeah. And I would I I learned English with Snoop Dogg and Mob Deep and Wu Tang, and I was my, my my friends in English class were like, Fuck you, back knows more English than you do.
1: That's that's facts.
0: Yeah, and her That's only right. credentials for teaching us was that she went to England on vacation for two weeks. Yeah, that was the only credentials for sure. And I knew, I knew more than I knew more than her.
1: I think, I think at like eight years old, I knew the entire Rough Riders song.
0: There you go. Which one you know, Anthem?
1: Yeah. Oh, niggas want to try.
0: Niggas want to lie. And niggas want to you I, say that part? I, niggas want to lie.
1: It's great. Like, <laughs> like I, I, have, I, I have a joke about the song. Like, like I like I remember it's like like. Niggas don't stop, niggas don't drop. <laughs> uh, open up shop, we had a light, oh, not a light, like, whoa.
0: I, I was walking around going. I grew up on the time side, the New York Times side, saying this live is no jive. I, I,
1: I grew up on the New York crime side. Yeah.
0: And, and my friend, like, what the fuck are you talking about? oh It's Wu-Tang, my friend. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang.
1: Wu-Tang. Protect your neck. The neck. Oh, that, yes. I was dude, all over that shit. I love, all over I, that shit. And that's how I learned English, right? Like it's I the le- best way. It, it is. It is. Uh, and, then, and then you add television. Like my parents, my mom was a nice lady. Or is a nice lady. Um, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> um, so she would always put like, I like I was eight when I moved here. So she put like Blue's Clues on. Like, blues, What's that? It's a TV show. It's a children's TV show uh-huh. in English. And she was like, watch this. And I learned about Blue's Clues and Steve and learned English through the television. And then she would send me outside to go play. And my first neighbor in, in Miami was a Cuban kid named Angel. And he barely spoke English. And he'd be like, Oye, eh, vamos por allá, aprender esta mierda, which means like, hey, let's go over here and learn some shit. Mm-hmm. And we would go hang out with the Haitians. And <laughs> bro, I learned like more street shit hanging out with this dude. Like I learned French Creole. Oh yeah. So it's like, sac-pase, sac-pase, bab- yeah. babule, my friend. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like I know some shit. Like I know, like I can understand like Patois, I know how to. I know. Yeah, I know. I know uh, patois too. Yeah, patois
0: from listening to dancehall and reggae.
1: You know, but I learned it from the streets, though. Oh, uh, like which I, is what dancehall is. Like like, yeah. like, 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 like job like, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. Like, I know all these little weird things from growing up in such a diverse city in 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 Miami. That like people like I talk like I somebody tells me they're from Haiti. I'm like sah <laughs> They'd be like, oh shit, you speak? I'm like, yeah, dog. Like, what's up? <laughs> like what's up he's like where are you from Port-
0: pull off man it's, i love doing that shit
1: and then they go they're like where you from like i grew up in miami and they're like ah it explains a lot you know it's like where you from I'm puerto rican and it was like oh shit and it's like and in puerto rico like the black people in puerto rico like a lot of them go to trinidad right trinidad and to, and Tobago, yeah. they go to st Kitts. they go to all these little little islands that have all mm-hmm. these like reggae jamaican influences and there's like puerto R- you listen to like Reggaeton, like especially the early days of reggaeton, they would just take dancehall beats and just rap mm-hmm. in Spanish.
0: Pretty much, that's pretty much what reggaeton is.
1: You know what I am saying? Yep. So it's just it's it's different to be Puerto Rican or Cuban or Dominican than it is to be Mexican. And it's not to put down Mexican culture because I love my wife is very Mexican and I love Mexican culture, but it's just not the same. It just says different. Yeah,
0: it's different. It they said the 1st don't want better than the other. But then Mexicans would imply that you just need to calm the fuck down.
1: Bro, Puerto <laughs> Ricans do too, though. Puerto Ricans do too. Like, hey, my New Yorkians, i never been to Puerto Rico one day in their life, bro. I get you Boricua, but like. So, what, okay, what is the Boricua? Boricua is the original term for the Puerto Rican people. Oh, okay. Boricua, Morena. Morena is black too. Yeah. So. Wait, is it Negro or Morena? So, Morena is dark skinned. Hey. So you could be Moreno, but not Negro.
0: Okay, were you a fan of Big Pun? I am a huge fan of Big Pun. He's one of my, he is my dude. Capital Punishment is still in my one of my the best albums I've ever heard, <laughs> top to bottom, Cap- top to. F- I'll, I'll That's rap. probably
1: one of the best tracks, Capital Punishment, on the album. Yeah.
0: No, my favorite track is uh, Twins Deep. No, beware the first- oh! Oh. I give you fair warning. Beware. Oh, what you thought, punk? Shit is sweet that you can't eat. So I don't know. What is it?
1: Dude. Twins deep for me, right? Cause, okay. okay. There's the little, 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 uh, little Dude, that that, when I heard that, I was like 13 years old after he died. Like some, my brother turned me on to him and he was like, bro, you don't know about Big Pun? I'm like, bro, like anything I know about hip hop comes through you. So if you don't tell me, I don't fucking know.
0: He's He's the only one or the first, the first or the only one to go platinum. Like from, Bro, uh,
1: the and the thing to me was what I loved about him was he wasn't afraid to bring in that island influence into mainstream. Right. Right. And then what I say is like without Big Pun, there would be no modern day reggaeton movement. Really? You go that I, far? I, I go that far because Big Pun brought Tony Sunshine, which is okay. Tony Sunshine. Then he brought Nori and ORE right into like the terror squad crew and fucking fat joe obviously right. but without nori so i'm looking at this from like sure, from sure. like a like like a like a martial artist i'm looking at it like a martial artist it's like lineage right without big pun there's no nori without no nori there is no daddy yankee in the united states
0: but nori and big pun were contemporaries weren't they they were but they were rolled in the same circles okay true i give you you that. know what i'm saying yeah, it's I'll, like it's like I'll, saying I'll give okay you that. Because Nori was on the album, too.
1: Yeah, what well, he was. But it's like, would you know of Nori without Big Pun?
0: Uh, What year did War Report come out? Capone
1: Noriega. Capone Noriega, what? Like, oh, 2000? Really? War Report? Yeah. I don't Cause, know. Because Oye Mi Canto, which is the first major reggaeton song in the United States, crossover, didn't come out until 2004.
0: War report came out in ninety seven. Ninety seven. Oh, ninety seven. And uh, Capital Punishment is ninety eight. There you go. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now that makes sense. I mean, I, I mean, I was a huge fan uh, of big, just lyrically. I was like, this motherfucker got breath oh, and he, he got, got rhymes for got days. Him bars. John Blaze. I love that John Blaze track. I love the Glamour Life is a song I can do from Dude, beginning to he, end.
1: Not only that, here's the thing. When, when, I, when I talk about Big Pun, it's like, you, if you're a lyricist style of hip hop that you like that, which, li- I, am, yeah. which I am too, uh-huh. Big Pun is in your top five. When it comes yes. to lyricists.
0: Yeah, yes, I'll give you that. right.
1: But then you look at his like major albums, they're also great mm. songs on their own. I didn't care for Yeah Baby though. You don't have to care for it. But they, but, Man, but then that's you got it is. they got not a you know uh, still not a player and they're like oh that's a great fucking song
0: yeah overplayed
1: Over, way overplayed
0: I'm done with that one uh, that's the, that's the one I skip
1: that's I, the I, one you I, skip but then you know you're at the club and it comes on and you're like oh shit you know what I'm no, saying
0: I th- I think I, I really believe <laughs> and I, and I, I really 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 believe there's that some songs you, that need to retire they, uh,
1: that's one of them I mean ninety nine problems needs to retire too but nobody fucking calls for it you no know,
0: I mean that gotta go. <laughs> uh this is how we do it's gotta go. Back that ass has gotta go. Baby got back's gotta go. Push it's gotta go. Um no. Ice Ice Baby gotta go.
1: Ice Ice Baby had to go when it first came out. Yes, true. About. <laughs>
0: yes. Um You know what to- I've been on
1: the kick on lately though? What? I've been I've been listening to a lot of new jack swing lately. Really? Dude, like at work, since it's like I work with a bunch of white people and I and I don't wanna like Throw all this heavy hip hop at them. I throw that l- late 80s, early 90s fucking new jack swing on them, which is like workplace friendly, but still a little hood. You know what uh-huh. I'm mean? saying? And they were like all these l- like 18, 19 year old like like – Pharmacy students are like hanging out with me and they're like, What the fuck is this? This has some beat to it. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, go watch Kid and Play, dog <laughs> No, I
0: mean, this you, Teddy Riley came up with a fucking genre of music. Dude. That's what he did. And, and there's a reason why The Dangerous album was produced by him because when you listen to Keep in the Closet or Jam, that's that's New Jack.
1: Yeah, it is. You know,
0: Janet was doing New Jack too. I mean, Everybody guy, you did think God. So my my oldest brother uh was a DJ. Yeah. And he would he introduced me to New Jack Swing when I was a kid, and I always remember there was a song. I was I was ten years old, and I can picture it in my head. It was a school trip. We're going to a museum, and I had he had he made a mixtape, and there was a song on it that had maybe about a minute of a song. Yeah, and and I didn't know the song. I didn't know the artist. I didn't know all I knew was the 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 melody. Yeah. For twenty years, it was stuck in my head. Yeah, it was one of those. like oh, it is. I, I had no idea who it was, and and one and day, that's, and
1: that's a that's a Midwest sound, the New Jack Swing.
0: Yeah, but but like I was, the, the song was so catchy, and it killed me that I didn't know who it was. My brother, my brother, did, forgot. He didn't know who it was either. Yeah. just made the, mis- the and mistake. And one day,
1: you found out it's Bobby 20 Brown. Twenty
0: years later, Bobby Brown. No, it wasn't Bobby Brown. <laughs> who was it? Outside of the context, I was I was downloading music for a party I was doing, and we're doing a New Jack Swing set. And I, I was going through all the music, all the songs, and then it comes up. I fucking cried. It was I'll be sure. Holy oh, M- mis- shit. Misunderstanding. Oh. Misunderstanding. I don't know what dude, you're playing. Dude. And and I cried. And it was in uh, it was on loop for two weeks straight. Dude. 20 years later, Bro, man. Bro, I love that shit. 20 fucking years later. And I went to my brother and like, motherfucker, it was I'll be sure. It was like, yeah, it was I'll be sure.
1: Twenty years. You didn't know. It's crazy. It's crazy what music does, dude. Nah, dude, it it's was crazy. I cried. Yeah, but I've been on that I like in the last couple weeks, I've been on that new Jack Swing dude. Where were you last Sunday? What what are you talking about?
0: Okay, I want to give a special shout out. Um so there's uh three DJs in Austin that yeah. do the, they used to do these new Jack Swing parties yeah. before COVID. And they had their first one back last Sunday. Oh fuck. Uh Protege, Kit Slice, Mike Swing. They had a bunch of guest DJs. Uh, K. uh Chorizo Funk showed up, uh, and they had Latch Key last Sunday. Unfortunately, I was only there for two hours because then I had to go get my son. I don't know. But I didn't from know what anything I heard, about this. From what, I, from what I heard, people were like, yo, back. I, I had a hard time leaving. Like, I had to go get my son. I was like, okay, stop playing the good shit. I'm trying to get the fuck out of here to go get my son. This, my son's more important, but come on. Bro, it's, and they it's, fucking killed
1: it. And here's the thing about like that genre of music for me. It's not only fun to listen to, it's fun to dance. See,
0: okay. Thank you for that. Um It's a I really dancing believe, music. I really believe that there's types of music you can't if you don't if you don't get up and dance, something wrong with you. Dance songs like that. Uh, New Jack is like that. And uh Yes. Salsa
1: Merengue is like that. Salsa
0: Merengue is like that techno maybe if no some no, shit.
1: no depends depends on who funky it is. houses
0: yes house music but uh with actual vocals and kind of funky i i, I can like, and, like, oh and funk is like that
1: funk yeah funk
0: is like that you like, can't and disco too
1: Disco. well depends on who what song it is but for sure but there's to me like there's a certain music like i i love to dance like i grew up dancing like my, my, my i remember Since I was a kid, my mom was always like, mijo, I'm going to teach you how to dance salsa, how to dance merengue. Mm -hmm. New Jack, my brother, he was a b-boy. So it's like, I've always grew up dancing and don't get it twisted. I'm a big ass motherfucker, but I got some light ass feet. You know what I'm saying? I got some light right, fair feet. Enough. I got some light ass feet, dog. Hey, I slide. I, I I glide when I. That's all, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. When you see me bust out a backflip, you're gonna be like, damn, damn. You know what I'm saying? Hey,
0: if you bust, a, if you bust a windmill, man, I'll give you some props. No, I
1: ain't gonna do no windmill. <laughs> but I, I, I ain't I, get on the ground. You will have I, a hard time getting back up. So let's not get crazy now. Like I, 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 could, I could, do some jujitsu drills on the ground, but I ain't gonna do no windmill. That's what I'm saying, but uh, I love to dance, and it's like, it's like I don't know what makes in me wants to, every time I listen to, you know, the percussion and the bass that makes me want to dance. And my dad always says, that's Africa in you. My dad's always said that mm-hmm. since I was a kid. It was like, he says it in Spanish. It's what comes from inside. It's like, you can't explain it. You can't do it. It was like, it's like, that is Africa. Just know that that's Africa in you. My dad's always said that since I was a kid.
0: No, it's true. I mean, I, I, I even do. <laughs> I do I do a thing. My girl used to hate that shit. We're in the middle of a conversation, like deep conversation or whatever, we're in a, at a restaurant and a song plays, and I just go, "Squirrel!" <laughs> yeah,
1: like me I, too. I, I just me don't, too. "I'm
0: like, I don't give a fuck what you're saying right now." But they just play Michael. All of a
1: sudden, shit. you hear like, "Who to uh, back uh, again?" Uh, like, "What's <laughs> that?" Don't do boys on the just like, seriously.
0: <laughs> and, it, and it happens like I rather I rather listen to music than listen to people talk. Words it's, it's like that. Like Word. you're lucky we've been talking for an hour and a half right now. Because if there was a soundtrack, if I if I had music I'm a, on, I'm gonna be over I here I
1: would, vibing with you I'll Be like, yo, pass that blunt. It, it
0: would be an hour <laughs> and a half of silence and just music. <laughs> We're just playing songs.
1: I, I, add some weed and liquor to it. We're gonna be here all fucking Look, night,
0: man. I I and I love, I love 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 sharing music because I I really believe that I, I was very lucky. But Robbie, same for you. Growing up, being around my my brother was a DJ. Uh, I had a bunch of friends who were DJs. I know a lot of DJs yeah, here. Yeah. And people actually know their
1: shit and be like, yo, back. Check this out. Yo, back. Dog, Check this out. Dude. And I, and I, and then I want to give back. Because I don't know DJs here. I don't know DJs in, in Dallas or in Austin or in mm-hmm. Texas in general. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing to do was on YouTube is to find... And I a uh, shout out to this dude. And I'm going to pull him up on my phone because I, I forget his name. Uh, Kamau, uh, I think is his name, on YouTube. He is probably one of the most prolific artists i've seen in a long time he did a cover for the song tennessee whiskey i don't know if you know that song it's a it's a blue song tennessee tennessee whiskey oh no no uh he did a cover for that song in a very jazzy way and i love doing that shit on fucking youtube like i'll find a cover for a song and i just let the algorithm introduce me to new music and it's some i got,
0: I got something for you then Gonna dude, love
1: I love that shit, but the same thing like, there's a producer uh, musician out of Miami, his name is Tony Sucar, he's from Peru mm-hmm. that dude took the entire Thriller album and turned it into salsa, holy shit it is, as far as musicianship and like music it is very well done and it has the essence of Michael Jackson but with a twist and you're like, this is original yet the same
0: ooh, I got something for you I get it. so yeah you're, it, you're, you're it, it's like.
1: phenomenal there's another artist she's from cuba her name is mandinga uh-huh. she's a half white half cuban lady she's also from miami she did a cover for the song hello in salsa bro L- Lano Rishi, "Hello"? no uh adele hello oh okay bro you listen to her, you're like how is this the same song it's like
0: completely different but it's also the same. I'm skeptical when it comes to remixing remixing Michael Jackson joints. It, if done right, it can sound. Oh, dude! I'll dope show you as right as after, after this. I'll okay, show you. It's, it's,
1: it's it's fucking phenomenal. All
0: right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up, man. We're talking we for.
1: I love it, dude. No, this I, is I, dope.
0: Dude. I know we can keep going. I know, dude. We, we could can do a four hour
1: podcast. Let's bring fucking Alex Jones into this shit. We'll get weird. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Let's
0: do it. We want to holler at him yo Alex, I need we need you to come and uh talk ah, shit. And...
1: Cameras, let's do this. All
0: right, let's do uh plugs Oh,
1: show what plugs. What you got going on? Show plugs. show plugs. So, uh this episode I don't know when it comes out, but fuck it. Uh end of July, I will be the 17th, I will be in Dallas uh doing a show for Outlaw Comedy. Um every Tuesday in July, I will be performing at the Green Jay. Uh, if, this weekend it doesn't matter because this is not gonna come mm-hmm. up this weekend. But uh, the thirty first, I will be back in July, opening for uh, what's his name? Shit. Um, I'm actually performing at the Bodega at the thirty first in July, uh, opening for Jonathan Kite. Nice, yes, sir. Nice, nice. nice. Are, are, are you? Are you? You always with uh corrupted comedy? I do guys, a lot right? of I do a lot of work with corrupted comedy. I am one of three that actually are owners. Of, oh, really? Yeah, of, of the brand. Uh, I do a lot of I do more social media and flyer work for them. I don't do none of the booking. Do not hit me up to be booked. I am not a bucker. I am. I'm not going to
0: ask. And, uh, no, I no I, ask
1: I, 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 Here's what I'll do. I'll take the information and I'll give it to Trevor and he'll do whatever he right. wants. Shout out to Trevor, by the way. He is when it comes to producing comedy, that dude has it figured out. I don't know what it is. He knows what he's doing. Um, Learning a lot from him. He's a veteran of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I met him
0: a couple of times, but I've never really talked. Yeah, to him.
1: yeah. Well, we'll sit down. We'll sit down and we'll talk.
0: Yeah, I'd look forward to having, having but, him. But uh,
1: um, he's a he's a great guy. Uh, but more than anything, I love this this art. And yeah, as far as my dates, those are my dates right now. I will be traveling august uh florida i'm coming uh tennessee i'm coming <laughs> all right been two years in you already like fucking Dude, touring it's it's honestly not touring but doing, it doesn't matter doing you're, one-off dates one-off dates i'm calling them
0: sure but you're like you're getting out of here and trying to it, try new shit uh, elsewhere That's, something
1: a comic told me when i first started I, mean, I don't even remember his name i just know he was a local kind of comic in dallas he was like mm-hmm. you gotta get out of here to get good because yeah. if you develop an act just for here, you're never gonna grow as as yeah. an artist. I've heard that so many times, yeah. You know, since being Texas is so big, you can do three different markets and do three different styles of comedy. Right. You know, technically four now, right? But, you know, I've done San Antonio, I'm doing Houston, I'm doing, you know, Dallas and hopefully, you know, doing all these little towns in between and growing, but you know, two years in and Just trying to get better, bro. That's all we're doing. That's all it is. Be funny
0: and be consistent. That's all. Be funny,
1: consistent, and you know there. There's. I look at the lifestyle of comedy two ways. You can either do the grinder, which goes out every night and works at it, or you could be kind of more like me. I'm more methodical. I am. I write a lot and I pick my spots. Like I pick my spots. One, I'm married, so I. I don't have the luxury of being out every day. Well, so
0: I mean, yeah, technically I am too. So I, <laughs> I, I get it, and and I have. I also have other interests, yeah,
1: in and projects
0: that, I, that I'm trying to get off the ground. So that I'm too. like, it's like I have five jobs, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, no, I got like my son as a job. I, I ju- have five jobs.
1: I just, I just finished my degree, so I get it. You yeah. know what I'm saying. But I also, I love doing jiu-jitsu. I love competing in jiu-jitsu, which also allows me to travel. Uh, but. I what I enjoy about comedy is that I can do comedy anywhere as long as there's a microphone. I can fucking do comedy. Yeah, I've done comedy in the middle of the street. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's you can perform all the time. But if you're not writing, what kind of comic are you? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You look at guys like Pryor, Lenny Bruce. What's the number one thing they all did? They all wrote. They're all writers at heart. You yeah, know, that, just
0: that's that's the process that I love the most. Honestly. You know.
1: It's my favorite the, the, part the, of comedy. the puzzle.
0: The, the puzzle part of it.
1: Yeah, but that's a whole other podcast. Yes, really yes.
0: Let's not get into the all the shit. Uh, okay. What you know? What your dope shit is? Uh, we haven't read the email, so we do this thing at the end of the show. Where dope we, shit. We, I didn't I did no. The email. You shared a lot of dope shit already. Yeah. Um, but it's like dope shit that you think people should know about. It could be a show, a book, a website, a YouTube channel. For me. Yeah, that people sh- that uh, you love and you like people should know about number one. Shit.
1: If you're a comic, you need to read. Uh, Lenny Bruce's How to Talk Dirty. Okay? A- that is I think that is essential reading for any comic. Mm-hmm. Um it, it it it's a biography of Lenny Bruce and I don't want it's it's from his perspective. Okay. And his come up during his time as a Jewish man in New York City post post-war, by the way. Mhm. It's a great book. Um one of my favorite reads. Um f- as far as
0: I mean, that's fine. That's one dope shit.
1: That's one dope shit. Yeah, one dope shit is fine. Yeah, one dope shit. Uh, you have another one? I have a lot, but that's probably the 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 main one and number two. uh, Yeah, follow you and your fucking podcast.
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) my dope shit. I always I always plug shows because I do watch a lot of TV. I always look for the next. I love documentaries. I love. To learn so by the way thank you for all this The wrestling and all that knowledge That was very insightful I had no idea Um, I started watching this um, Documentary On HBO Max called Generation Hustle Ooh! And I watched two Episodes and it's about Basically people Who are trying it's about like the startup Life yeah and for people trying to get something off the ground and then there's something weird or schemey or scammy about the whole thing. Dude. So like the first episode is about these like five different people, one's a photographer, one's uh, a filmmaker, one is a uh, a fitness like a trainer and they all get contacted by somebody who who poses as uh what's what's her, what's her name? Um Some rich dude's wife who happens to be Asian and goes, Okay, we need you to fly over to uh Thailand and what some country and then we're because we're working on we need you on this project, it's gonna be great and everything. And then the the deeper they go, they find out that they're actually getting scammed and it, it's it's crazy. So it's and the the other episode that I watched is about we work. Yeah. And how we work was a fucking cult.
1: Oh shit. How the
0: the founder of WeWork was such a so, so good at 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 sell at selling and selling that dream and people followed him and he he was throwing these the these great retreats, parties and everything. He was on TV everywhere and people followed him but at the end of the day WeWork was just a bunch of smoke.
1: I got one more for you and then I'm done. One more dope shit. Mm-hmm. Plug to my fa to my wife's uh taste. If you like food, I know you like food.
0: Yeah, Thank of course you. I love food.
1: There's a great documentary on Netflix called Taco Chronicles. Oh, I don't Dude, even like Taco Chronicles. It's in Spanish, by the way. It's also in Spanish, so you might need some, some subtitles. <laughs> but basically, every episode, they go to a different part of Mexico and talk about the native taco to that area and what it means culturally, what it's done for the people, and how they sell it. It's very interesting.
0: Okay. I see how it can be interesting because tacos to me are boring as fuck. Do trust that trust. No, me. seriously, because I know it's Texas. I know it's Tex Mex, not really taco. And I get the hey, it's not the real thing. Blah blah blah. But I Mexican food is my least favorite food because it's, it's the same ingredients in different freaking wraps. It, it's weird, right? Right. But if if you tell me there's actually there's some meaning
1: behind it, there's a lot of meaning behind I, it. I didn't even know. Okay. I didn't even know. Like, like the first, like, one of the episodes talked about what my wife likes, one of the tacos my wife likes to make, which is barbacoa tacos. Uh-huh. Like, the whole history behind that, you're like, wow. Like, it's the taco's really Middle Eastern. It's not even freaking Mexican, bro.
0: Okay, don't spoil anything. I'm going to watch this shit. This is, it's uh, no, you've my interest. You've piqued you my interest, my friend. Like, like, I'm gonna have to check uh, it now,
1: out. it's not going to give you any respect for Tex Mex. No, I don't expect but, it. But I'm talking about, like, Mexican cuisine, you're gonna go, we're like, the fuck? Like, it's its own, it, it should be its own brand of cuisine. And it's, I hate oh. that, and I hate that Americans uh-huh. have, like, reverted it to just a day a week. Taco Tuesday. Taco
0: Tuesday.
1: <laughs> I hate it because it deserves so much more respect.
0: I, I, I get it. Actually, we, we had a old conversation, I forgot who was, Uh, uh Nate Klingon. And we try to define what American cuisine was, and I was like, I would never qualify American food as cuisine. It doesn't even register because it's just fast food. Well, cuisine and,
1: is a French word anyway. Of yeah, course, no, I, and, I and, 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 and you hear how I just
0: said it? I'm already pissed about the way I just said it. <laughs> cuisine. <laughs> and I said like cuisine. Anyway, it, 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 it's America doesn't have cuisine. It just says food. They
1: it, 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 it has it, it. It's it's much. Where well, Americans are much, bro. It has a little bit of- Do you of, know
0: how a hot dog is made?
1: I don't give a fuck.
0: And people still shove that shit in their mouth I know and exactly. eat 55- Have you and, seen how was sausage
1: s- is made? Yes, I, I know. Uh, <sighs> and come on, bro. Come on. And, I, I'm as third world as first world can get, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, this is good. All
1: right,
0: cool, cool. So uh, as always, make sure you follow the feedback, BAK, everywhere on social media. Uh go back to the archives. I mean, this is episode 215, so it goes deep. Uh as far as the comedians go, I've had a lot of funny people go back. I had uh Rachel Sterling from LA.
1: Oh, that's my girl, Yes. Dude. It was great.
0: We bro, talked for two by hours. By the way,
1: how hot is she?
0: Don't ever say that to her face. She'll punch you in the face. I know. Don't, I told don't.
1: Them, I asked her to be my second wife, bro.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, she
1: goes she goes she goes she goes your wife won't like me. And I'm like my wife would love you. And she gets, she goes and she goes. My only problem is she hates to share, so I will just be the cuck in the corner.
0: Just don't call her hot. I've learned that lesson,
1: dude. She's it, it, no, honestly as as a, as a per, dude as a person. Uh, she's she's taught me a lot about the business. Yeah, she dropped a lot
0: of knowledge on the
1: show she, too. She dropped a lot of shit. She's a fucking.
0: And she's only two she, years in too, dude. She's amazing. No, like, but, yeah, but I was she's
1: been in entertainment for a long yeah, time.
0: No, which, which which helps. But when we're talking, she's like, yeah, I was talking to David Spade. I'm like you just going to say that like it's nothing,
1: bro. No, I'm good for her. I was talking to Brent Ernst on the text message the other day. So yeah, me too. (laughs) 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 Fucking Austin, Texas. uh, We're uh, A-listers now. Let's do this. (laughs) I I was
0: hanging out with Paul Verzi a couple of weeks ago.
1: Oh shit. Look at that. We're just dropping A-listers. I
0: I have Godfrey on speed dial right
1: here. Oh fuck. Like Godfrey. Godfrey, dude. How good is Godfrey?
0: So underrated. This motherfucker is one of the funniest motherfuckers walking the earth, bro. Period. 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 Perp. All right, let's wrap it up. Follow the feedback. Follow Poppy underscore the comic on social media. Daniel, Yo. really appreciate it. Gracias, Papa. Thank, you so, Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time. Ciao. Yeah. ciao.
1: Bye.